Podcast Fresh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special episode of the Podcast Fresh Cafe, because this is the 40th one. Oh man. The big 4-0. I, where did forty go? I don't know how it got here so fast. <laughs> I still feel like when I when I uh, do the template and stuff, like when I write this show out during the week, I'm always tempted to put uh, like a, an early thirty. I'm always like 31, 32. Right, always. Right, and then I'm like, no, that can't be right. I'll go check, like on Spotify or whatever. What what was the last one? It's like, holy, okay, this is mm-hmm. the one. And today, like, it wasn't even a thirty at all. It was a forty. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. man. I yeah, can't believe man. we've done this 40 times. It's crazy. I mean, it, it obviously times. feels like we've been doing it for a while. Like, it feels like an extended conversation, and we're just kind of putting numbers in it. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. But yeah, 40. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Podcast Fresh. The big 4 uh, Number 40. Yes. This is taped uh, May 27th, 2022. So, in case this stuff is outdated, you guys know why. And mm-hmm. I'm your host, Ryan Mello. And you heard my co-host, Chris Torres, on the other end. He salutes me. You guys can't see that. But I see that. Uh, yeah, man, we got a packed show today. I'm actually very happy that we chose today to record. I feel like because it's a Friday, it's the end of the week. We kind of, <laughs> you know, the weekend's coming. We're kind of, mm-hmm. we have a high spirits today. We feel good. Uh, so this should be yeah. a good show. Good energy day. You know, <clears throat> even from like the time I woke up today, it was just like a, you know, when you feel like it's going to be a good energy day, like everything is going well. Yeah. You know, uh, everything. I left the house on time, got my appointments done fix my fucking internet which i haven't had <laughs> oh my god i've had the internet issues going back to i think i mentioned it on 39 at the end some of the 38 even some of the issues that i was having yeah um, so. so that's all done now i got the internet up and running with a new company it's 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 all set up it's it's ready to go we're, we're flowing yes no more excuses um <laughs> So uh, anyway, a couple headers. Let's start things off with some sad news. But this is mm-hmm. the only sad news because going forward, I think it'll be happy news. Uh-oh. Uh One of my favorite, just I guess people, uh, passed right. away yesterday. Ray, Ray Liotta. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and say that like I was a huge fan and I watched everything he was in. But not. It's not like that at all. It's just that he happened to be in one of my favorite movies ever made, and he also happened to be in one of my favorite video games ever made. So. He was really? Favorite video gamer? Okay. Oh yeah, I'm sure you, it's obvious. I'm pretty. Tell sure. me, tell Definitely. me. Well, okay. So my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time, Goodfellas. Um, you know, he was the main main character, at least one of them. Yep. And he stole the show, in my opinion. Like especially like once shit like started hitting started hitting the fan for him in that movie. Like he did such a good performance. And um, GTA Vice City. He's the voice of Tommy Versetti. Oh, I f- always forget that piece of <laughs> trivia. <laughs> I always forget that piece of trivia. That's yeah. right. So that's, that's awesome. you know that's that's my number one or number two GTA of all time for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, when I heard he passed, I was I was pretty sad about it. Um, but he was up there in age. Well, I mean not up there, but like he did. He was sixty-seven. Um, but the way he went out, man, like I didn't know, but he he was in Dominican Republic uh, shooting a movie, and he just passed away in his sleep. Wow, that was it. Like you just didn't wake up. Kind of like Bob Saget. Bob Saget did yes, the uh, exactly. Bob Saget did a set, a comedy set. Goes back to his hotel room. Right. Goes up to his room, puts his head back against the pillow, and never woke up. That's insane. 
They found him, and apparently, uh, Bob Saget I'm talking about, when yeah. they found him, he was just laying in bed, and I think he had, like, his arms crossed on his chest, so it was like, he looked peaceful, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's wild. I tell you what, if I ever go, I want to go in my sleep. Oh, that's, that's, the, the best, that's the way to go. That's the best way to go. Like, I got it, like, it sucks, but, like, if you're going to go, at least you went like that. Like I'm going that way. I want to go in my bed. sleep. He went to bed probably, like, not having... I mean, I don't know the man, but let's just say he had a good life. I'm assuming he had a good life. He was filming a movie. He was probably passionate about it. He went to bed thinking, oh, this has been so cool. I can't wait to get to, you know, to me. And then he just fell asleep forever. Yeah. Ray Liotta. uh, Yeah. Tons of movies. And you're right. It's so funny because I was looking at the Ray Liotta cinematography, cinematography, a list of movies that he was in. Filmography. Filmography. That's what I'm trying (laughs) to say. Thank you. Um, And... I haven't seen like 80% of his movies, but that's because he's been in like hundreds of movies. It's incredible. The uh, yeah. He's in the, things that you wouldn't like, like it's probably a small role, but like, yeah, he's been in like every, like, you know, straight to DVD movies included. You know what I mean? But he's been in a ton of shit and yeah. uh, it's just wild. Yeah. Really Oda, But for me as well, you know, best known for, uh, playing Henry Hill in Goodfellas. I mean, that was just uh, such a good, good movie for me. The first time I saw it, I was uh, early 20s, I think. I, that was was really when I was getting into the mafia movies. And mm-hmm. him as the main character was really, really good. And just like you're saying, um, that movie's three hours, goes through uh, Henry Hill's life from like literally a child. They get the child actor to play him, yeah. which kind of does look like really a does. little bit, right? <laughs> they so they did a good job, job with that. <laughs> All the way through, like, where he's coming up, right? Like, setting the cars on fire and stuff. And then he makes and he's wearing, like, the the really nice suits and everything. Mm -hmm. And then to the end where he's just on the run, on the lamb, he turns states. Yeah. Um... And then you, you you know you see him at the end where he just kind of like he's he's under protective services right Henry Hill and it's like yeah, wow yeah. this is my life now he picks up the newspaper and says hi to his neighbor <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> um, but he's so 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 good in that movie and he's just been he's just been in a ton of stuff that uh, that you wouldn't think of it but he's been there you know uh, like John Q for example he was in there Tommy Versetti like I completely forgot about that that's yeah, insane right like, yeah I, always, I it's not that I forget but like when i play the game i, I when he when he starts talking I'm like oh yeah ray Liotta, shit <laughs> it's not my first thought going into it so when i hear his voice it's like oh man yeah um, yeah there's some cool behind the scenes like footage you could find on youtube of him like recording uh lines for that game it's very hard to find not hard to find youtube you can find it on youtube but but it's rare the like quality it. like is bad <laughs> like yeah but, oh, those uh, are the best videos oh though. they're so cool and then there was an interview where he was on like one of those late night shows and he talked about the gta game and uh no shit not that he played it but he was like yeah it was tommy versetti you know and then he like made fun of it he was like talking about yeah, shooting a bunch of people <laughs> in a joke yeah man. but um yeah ray Liotta passing man it's a big one for me i'm sure it's a big one for you that kind of sucks but um you know may he rest in peace ray Liotta, and ray you know Liotta. what i'm gonna have to watch uh goodfellas again. i'm doing that this weekend That's, there's yeah. check this out dude there is uh we might have talked about this on this show because you told me that one of your favorite actors is uh sylvester stallone Yes. Have you ever seen Copland? 
No, that's on my to-do list. He's in that. I didn't know. Oh, that. with Stallone. Oh, okay. Stallone and Ray Liotta. Damn, so there like you go. Your I'm watching that are coming this together. <laughs> and I, it's been on my backlog forever. It's on Amazon right now. So if you, if anybody's got the Amazon Prime um, uh, membership gimmick, you can go on there and check out the movie. It's been on my list for a long time because that movie came out maybe about twenty years ago. Right. And um, it's it's Sylvester Stallone not being the big action tough guy. He's just playing like a cop. Yeah. In a small town, and so um, that might be something that I, that uh, I might check out as well. So, Goodfellas and Copland, I'll check that out, and yeah. uh, I'll probably go in and uh, do a little more work on Ray Liotta because I'm probably, I'm sure, I'm missing some of the bigger things that he was known for. So, yeah, but Ray Liotta, just uh, he's one of those guys that uh, uh, for the casual viewer. Uh, you couldn't name maybe five movies he was in, but if I name you 20 that he was in as a side character, you'd be like, shit, yeah, I've seen all 20 of those movies. You know, and yeah. he's one of those one of those character actors. And uh, right. um, Martin Scorsese, who, of course, directed Goodfellas, uh, made some comment, and he was just saying, like, how much of a, a great person he was and, and very adventurous and courageous for, you know, his work and things like that. So, yeah, man, Ray Liotta. There's an extra star up there tonight. Look up in the sky. Ray Liotta. Uh, it's amazing how um, you, you see these characters, and it's not like you take them for granted, but, like, you know, they get older in age. They start making less and less movies. But this guy, Ray Liotta, was still active. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like, you just stuff. mentioned shooting a movie in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, tell you what. If I'm going to go out, it's going to be in my sleep. And and if it's in the Dominican Republic, by all means, after a couple of uh, – after a couple of rum and cokes, Pina I'm good Colas. with that too. You know, that's the best way to go, brother. <laughs> you know? Damn right. Yeah, rest easy, Ray Liotta. <clears throat> rest easy. Uh, Chris, talk about some upcoming news. Oh man, so we got uh, the uh, so next week, May 30, is our two year anniversary of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air show that we started. Holy uh, shit! Two years ago, myself, the Pac Man. If anybody hasn't listened to that show, it's it's just us two idiots. Talking most of the time about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, we, we go episode by episode with all of our musings in between. And sometimes there's 20-minute side tangents that, that <laughs> we keep great. in there because fuck it, you know. Uh, so we got the two-year show coming up next week. Nothing crazy. I think we're just going to review the episodes and maybe just talk about the show a little bit. But uh, it's amazing how how the landscape has changed, especially in light of everything that's happened with Will Smith this year, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. Uh, or fortunate, depending who you are. Uh, I mean, it's paid dividends for uh, for Chris Rock, you know, selling out all them shows. But um, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, Pack anything you want to say next next week? Two years. I mean, it doesn't feel like two years. I will say that it does not. Uh, I still feel like we started this maybe six months ago. <laughs> That's like my go to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I don't know. It became routine, right? Like we we always set aside time. Now we did take some breaks, but kind of our out of our control whenever that happened, I would say. Um, but you know, for the most part, we've been pretty good at with at least one show of some kind every week. So, yeah. Um, that's been a good ride, man. And I'm happy to do it with you. And, um, many more years to come. We are bringing back the fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, show. Like you said, just on a personal level, I think the reason why we didn't do it is just because I got affected by that whole thing more than like you did. And, it made me just not um, – I just got sick of Will's face. That's honestly what it was. I didn't want to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for a while. I was like, I see this family on my Facebook every day now. And every time there's like even a little bit of like like some kind of relevant word that comes out of like Jada Pinkett's mouth or something, I got to read this whole headline about how 
it's alluding to the Will Smith slap. And realistically, I'll read the the, the article. And she didn't like what she said could have really been anything. So it's like mm-hmm. it's been just months of that. And um, I just kind of got burnt out by Will Smith. Like, I know I don't know if that sounds crazy or not, but that's just what happened. I didn't want to deal with him at all. I didn't want to watch Fresh Prince. I didn't want to do any of that. Um, but, you know, we talked about it about a week ago and it's something like if anything's going to bother me more than Will Smith, it's leaving an unfinished project. I hate that. So, mm-hmm. um, I did watch the episodes last or this week. Um, and I had a good time cause they were still entertaining. Um, so yeah, get ready for yeah. the return of that show. Yeah. I think it's normal to resent Will a little bit just based on everything that's happened, you know, and right. you know, we dedicate our time to this fucking show, reviewing it, watching the episodes, making our notes, summarizing it. There's real work involved in this, going out there, finding the trivia, the facts, the goofs, trying to you know, make add little tidbits to make the episodes interesting. Yeah. Um, so, But yeah, there's a little bit of resentment for sure. And I think that it permeates into, I think, our work, I think, with respect to that podcast. So, um, but no, yeah, you're right. We're going to keep it subjective and, uh, we're going to keep going on and we're in the middle of uh, season four. So we got two and a half seasons left and then we can put the puppy away, but it's fun. I, I, I still enjoy the show. I think it's a nice time capsule of its time. Yes. And going back to what we said on episode one, brother, we said we're fans of the show. You are a bigger fan than I am, but we're going to review the show and then we're going to see at the end how we feel, you know. After reviewing everything extensively, and you, you know, know what's insane? On the first episode, we did not expect Will Smith to ruin his career in the time span <laughs> of us reviewing this show. Dude, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right? It, uh, and we'll see. I mean, you say ruin career. I mean, you could be right. Well, I um, don't really. I'm just kind of saying that because that's what yeah. people say. That's I right, pers- right, right. personally, I think he could bounce back from this eventually. I think because it's Hollywood. <laughs> Anybody can bounce back because it's yeah. because it's Hollywood, right? I, I think when that slap first happened, I mean, that first show, I mean, I was, you know, my tone was very much like, I don't want to talk about these two idiots, these two millionaires fighting and all yeah. the slapping. I, I had no interest in it. But I think that was just an emotion at the moment. But you're right. There is a sort of resentment that goes with it. And I think we've gone over that hump. Um, so we'll see. And that's what I'm saying. Hollywood's sort of the same. There's going to be this cancel, cancel, cancel. And then sometimes you see people coming back to a table, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with Will Smith, whether he's able to bounce back or not, but dang, Jesus Christ, Chris, talk about being internetless yet again. Oh man. So I lost my (laughs) internet. It sucked. Uh, I got a new router sent. I installed a new router. Everything was good for like two, three days. And then the internet issues again. I was internetless, had to use my phone as a, like a, as a hotspot sort of thing. And I went over my data, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Okay. Thankfully, I was able to call the cell phone company and they just put me into like a, like a different data tier and they eliminated all my overages. Oh, so awesome. I ended up paying, you know, 40 bucks extra to get the extra data instead of paying, uh, Upwards of three hundred, three hundred dollars in in overages. So, Holy shit. yeah, thankfully for that. Uh, we live in Canada, so we pay some of the highest cell phone and data rates in the world. Highest everything in the world. Yeah, like Jeez. there's countries that have like unlimited <clears throat> data for some of their cell phone plans. Yeah. Um, there might even be a few here. I'm not sure, but um, 
it's definitely not as affordable as as it is in some other countries, right? But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, got the I ended up kicking that company out. Got another company to come in. Got the internet uh, ordered yesterday. Arrived today. I installed it myself. Hey hey, uh, te- Techno Man three thousand. You know, but uh, was able now. to install it. No problems, and uh, I'm just good. It knocked me back to the Stone Age, so for two, three days, I was just, like, watching movies and trying not to go on my phone, you know? <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's amazing, and I mentioned this two episodes ago. It, it's, you, you, you don't take into consideration just how many things that you have are dependent on that Wi-Fi, right? Oh, yeah. My radio, my, my smart uh, speaker or whatever, right? Like, all these things use the Internet, you know? Just the multiple laptops, the cell phone, just everything is, is really connected to the Internet. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. It made me think, like, maybe I should just buy, like, a... Just for in case of emergency, just, like, a regular AM, FM radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That just plugs into the wall with the antenna, just in case, right? Honestly. But, yeah. So, anyway, that part... Is hopefully over. I'm with a new company and uh, smooth sailing so far. Yeah, you joined my cult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. Give everyone the plugs, and then we'll get into the mailbag. Yeah, the plugs. We're at the Podcast Fresh 2020 at uh, gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, we'll uh, put it in the mailbag, and we'll read it here. <laughs> Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. Um, uh, Ryan is at official underscore acapello. Oh my God! I got it right the wow. first time. I win a prize. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna buy you a beer next time. Woo! <laughs> I like a good beer. I like a good. I like a good beer ski. Good beer you can ski. follow me at uh, Instagram at my podcast fresh. Uh, what am I missing, Ryan? I'm missing something. Podcast fresh to on Twitter and on Twitter. You can follow us at podcast fresh to on Twitter. I haven't been on lately, mostly because I've been using all my data, so I haven't For really been stuff, doing yeah. much of anything. <laughs> But uh, we should be getting ready uh, to go back on there and um, tweeting. We got the AEW pay-per-view this Sunday, so I should be on for that, pending uh, any change of plans. Um, So, yeah, man, those are our plugs. Reach us out. Send us an email. And uh, on that note, I guess let's do the mailbag. Let's do the mailbag. Go ahead, Pac-Man. Start us out. All right. Number one, are there any games missing from the Nintendo online service that you wish made their way on there? Uh, George from Nova Scotia, thank you. Um, yeah, there's the Super Mario RPG. That's like my go-to. That until, is the go-to, isn't it? Until that comes out, I'm going to be pissed. Because um, I genuinely think that if they release that, I would play. Because I kind of I have an itch. That's like a game I play every year. So I have I have that itch again. Yeah. Um, but I'm scared that if I play it, they're going to release it while I'm like probably when I'm done the game or something. Right. Kind of like how they did, did me dirty with Earthbound. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to wait. Um, there's that one. There's like, you know, third party games that I wish were, were on there. Like, uh, you know, the Batman beat em ups and uh, the Turtles beat em ups. Although we're getting a collection for that, so that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. They recently, um, and we're going to get into it later, but like, they released games yesterday. They released Pinball on NES. Which, like, okay, wow. fine, I guess. But then they released Rival Turf and Congo's Caper or something right. on, on Super Nintendo. And it's like, what is that? <laughs> I know. It's such a weird... It's, it's such a weird thing. I wonder if they, they buy some of these games because the licenses are really cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, a lot of those games are Data East. And Data East were, like, you know, uh, arcade company and, and, and all that. Like... I feel like those licenses are cheap or they're like 
just literally just hanging around. So I think it's just easy for them to just grab it and just throw it on the service without much of a, a thought. You can't keep right. doing that. Like, there isn't one game in here that I would say is like... Like, I would be okay if there were filler games and one good game, but there's no... Not good, but big game. There's no big game. Like, out of these three, I think I would play Pinball on NES. Just because it's like... It's kind of nostalgic. It was a black box game for the NES, so it's like... Mm-hmm. You know, there's that for it. But again, it's just a crappy pinball game at this point. And I don't mean to shit on it. It's just, it's crappy because it's 2022 and that came out in the 80s. Like, <laughs> that's why it's yeah. crappy right now. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of games that I wish. Like, there's just, like, but Mario RPG is the one that I feel like if they haven't released it at this point, they're either planning something with it. Like, I'm honestly starting to believe, like, Maybe not a remake, but maybe they're doing something with that game along with Square Enix. So that's why it's not here. Or they know that that once they release that, that maybe that's like the last big license game that they could like release. Like who knows? Like I, I know they have some Kirby games that are still yet to make their way on there, but you know, other than that, I don't know. But we'll see. But yeah, Mario RPG is like my answer. Like that's the one that I really want on there. And you could call me basic. I don't care. That's just one of my favorite games of all time, and I want to play it. Right, right, right. Man, I just remember playing the uh, the Nintendo sixty four, the, the Super Nintendo system. And uh, like I said, I would, I, I didn't, you know, I was just a kid at the time, so I didn't really have any disposable income. You know, my parents would buy me a game here or there, but even that wasn't like a regular thing. Right. Um, so for me, it would just be playing some of the games that I enjoyed growing up, yeah. you know. But the thing is, a lot of these games are already available. Uh, but on the service, I mean, a lot of these games are already tied up in collections or they're already available as part of a, a different, uh, you know, it's not on the service, but that's because it's being offered as a collection or a remaster or something else, right? But like even something like Killer Instinct. Right, Killer Instinct. Right. I played a lot of that on the Super Nintendo. I had tons of fun with that. That'd be a fun little game to have here, right? And I believe that's a rareware game. I believe. I think that's a rare is, uh, game. Yeah. So I mean, that that would be a that'd be a fun one to have. Like you were saying, a lot of those uh, the Batman games, the the ones that make <laughs> us uh, want to pull our fucking hair out. Some of those <laughs> ones on here would be great, but it's obvious for some of that stuff is a lot of it is the licenses, right? If it wasn't Batman, if, the, if it yeah, wasn't exactly. Star Wars, if exactly. it wasn't Ninja Turtles, we'd see more of that here. Um, so just stuff like that. Even a Street Fighter would be nice. To a have Street a, Fighter would be great. To have a freebie Street Fighter, even yeah. uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Uh, fighting games know? in general, I'm surprised that we don't get. Like, There's right. so many. Like Whether it's a fighting game or a beat-em-up or anything like that, it's like we, get, mm-hmm. we don't get that. Um, yeah. There's a lot of games like, uh, dude, you have six Final Fantasies. Why can't you put that <laughs> on there? Like... Shit, that's the one thing. I'm a huge fan of that series, but those first six. I was going to say, you're healing on yourself. No, 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 I'm not healing. No, I'm just kidding. Those first six, I'm yet to play. Mm. So it's like, dude, if they threw those on there, I would happily use this service more. (laughs) Right. You know, there's that. There's like, you know, there's any any little cult game that has a fall. Like RC Pro-Am on NES. I don't know if you ever played that. But it's oh, a nice, my God. It's Hell a nice yeah. little uh, racing game on NES. Like, put that yeah. on there, man. Shit. Like, Punch-Out. I don't know if Punch-Out's on there, but put, <laughs> put Punch-Out on there. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. There, You know, Final Fight or whatever. Um, Final Fight, yeah. All uh, kinds. Top all kinds. Gear. One of my favorite Top racing Gear. games. That's a great Top game. Gear 2. Top Gear, Top Gear 2. Fucking amazing. Top Gear 2's got one of the best car uh uh soundtracks and menu music that i've ever seen 
And for a Super Nintendo game, dude, that game had weather effects. It had uh, day to night. Like, it had some pretty, pretty cool stuff in it. So that game would be cool to have on there. And I'll tell you what, because, you know, Nintendo likes to throw out some of these random games, you know, like whatever the fuck, Joe and Mac or Jelly Boy is the one that everybody makes fun of. Jelly Boy. But you know what? <laughs> Rampage World Tour. Oh, was, that's awesome! Was this you, you know Rampage? Right? I know I think, Rampage. I, I think it's even available as like a as as a arcade mini console, right? It's yeah, where you pick yeah, one I of the so. three monsters and you just go around and you destroy these fucking just buildings. Go ape shit. Yeah, such a dumb game, but it's it, to me as a kid that was just so much fun. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, Rampage is a fun game. So if you want to throw a random one in there, like a, you give me a, the good stuff, but then you you gotta give me the uh, the veggies on the side. Give me the veggies. I'll take Rampage. You know. Yeah, as long as there's um, a steak, I don't care. Yeah. Doom, just give me the original Doom on uh, on uh, Super Nintendo, the if Williams they, version. If they but, gave Doom on super, on Switch, like the Super Nintendo version, but like right, they actually fixed the lag, <laughs> right? Because that game was so bad to play. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot. But a lot of, a lot of this is like licenses. Like that's it. That's the problem. Like my memorable. Like I would love like uh, Spider Man, um, Maximum Carnage. Like that's a great game. That's right. the only good LJN game I think. So, Interesting, but you know that can't get on there without you know problems. So there's that, right? X Men, X Men had a lot of good games, like yeah. That I X Men, Spider Man, X Men, Spider Man. That's a good uh, one. Although Mutant Apocalypse, and, that's a good yeah. one. Like, the X Men Spider Man game is so freaking hard. It's ridiculously hard, which is great because. That's another game that I wanted to pull my freaking hair out when I was playing that when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, no, 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 no. That is considered like a very, first of all, it's not considered like this uh, great game. It's not. Uh, it's only yeah. got like five levels in it, like one per hero. I mean, people say it's bad, but. Extremely whatever. hard game. So yeah. looking back, I'm like, hey, to have been one level in that game is actually not bad. That's pretty good. You know, <laughs> on a, when, when, you're, when you can only borrow the game for like three days from the local blockbuster. Yeah. So stuff like that. It doesn't have, need to be crazy. There's also an Avengers game. I believe it's on the oh, either the Nintendo Super or the Nintendo. Super Nintendo. I think it's called uh, Captain America um, and the Marvel Gems or something. Gems right. of the something. Uh, yeah, I right. think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and Silver Surfer is in there. Yes. Uh, Iron Man, uh, Iceman. No, no, Silver Surfer, Iron Man, there's Hawkeye's like a, in there's it. There's a female X-Men in it, too, I think. I forget who it is, though. Interesting. But whatever. Interesting. I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, it's really... Oh, War, of, War a, of the Gems. War of the Gems. That's that, cool. War of the Gems, I'm writing that down. I'm pretty sure it's War of the Gems. I'm going to check that out. But um, I remember playing that one. I was like, this is a fun little game. Like, that was cool. Bro, like, a Mega Man, a single Mega Man game dude, would be cool. why... I know why. It's because there's a collection out. But fuck, give us like a freebie. Give us Mega Man yeah. 2 or something. They gave us a Kirby. They gave us a Kirby. <laughs> they gave us a Kirby. How can we, can't, a... can we can't get one Doom? Dude, well, the whole again, point is to sell games, right? Why buy... don't you give us one of each on the... Uh, there should be one Final Fantasy. One Street Fighter. One Kirby. One... Uh, yeah. Dr. Mario's fine. That's cool. I love Dr. Uh, Mario. One F-Zero, right? Like, well, there's only one F-Zero, but you get it. No, and then it's kind of like, it opens your eyes to, like, other games that might be available. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. Speaking of F-Zero, like, F-Zero is on Super Nintendo, and F-Zero X is on N64. Why can't... Like, I would love a GameCube tier. Oh, my God. That, oh, man. That, yeah. that would be so fucking awesome for me. Like, F-Zero GX is the best F-Zero. It's, if, it's hard, but it's awesome. 
I I completely skipped the GameCube era. Oh, you but, would have a but, great time. But I know enough to to respect it. Yeah, I would pony up a few more dollars to get to that GameCube because uh, there's so much good stuff that you can play on there oh, yeah. from the limited stuff that I've played. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a Resident Evil on there that's really good. Uh, I played a NBA. Uh, NBA Street Volume 2 oh, yeah. was on the GameCube. When I used to work at McDonald's, we actually had that game in the play place because we used to have, uh, this is like 20 years ago, folks. There, there was, oh, there was like, these video game gimmicks with, and the, the controllers would stick oh, out yeah. and you would just I, go I and play. Those at one point, yeah. So we would go and we did the overnight shifts. We would just go there on break and you just bastards. we would play. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes while we're working, fuck it, we would have the headsets on. So we'd be like, how can I help you? Uh, dude, I'm literally like playing this guy trying to dunk on him. Okay, who's going to go make the Big Mac? All right, I'll go. Because it'd be like one customer like every 20 minutes. All right, I'll go. Yeah. So like two guys would go, and then the other two would continue playing. Dude, we, we ran that joint. And um, it was just fun. And the funny part is, is as the cars would wrap around the drive-thru like, like to leave, they would like see us standing in the place. <laughs> No wonder my burger's missing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, man, it's just it's just fun. But I know, I know there's people rolling their eyes. I realize I just mentioned two random games, but that's because that's literally most of what I know. Yeah. Um. So that would definitely so, be a tier that I'd be interested in. And for me, I'm 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 telling you this. I'm a I'm a, a GameCube casual. So. I would probably play everything. You want right. to put a Jelly Boy in there? I'd probably play that because I don't know anything <laughs> about a Jelly Boy at a GameCube, you know? Dude, I think the way you are with GameCube is how I kind of am with the PS1. Like, it's a very intriguing system to me because there's a lot of stuff on there that looks really interesting, but I just missed that era completely. I was an N64 kid. Like, I, I didn't have a PlayStation. Um, GameCube, I was fortunate enough to grow up where GameCube was like, it came out and I was like 10 almost, maybe less, uh, 7, 8. And, you know, I was, I'm not going to say I was smart enough. I think I just really loved video games that I kept all my stuff. So now I don't have to worry about getting it because sometimes I'll go on like these websites and I see games I own going for 150 bucks plus, And it's like, oh my God, the GameCube is like, it's in that time period where it's the, it's the system right now. That's just blown up in price. Like everything is so expensive for it. What? The, oh, yeah. the, oh, oh, the GameCube. Oh, yeah. The definitely. GameCube used to be like 50 bucks on eBay. How much is it now? Well, you can get the GameCube Black for like 250 bucks or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm wow. talking more about the games. Like, right, right. Gotcha. Every Mario yep. game is 110 plus. Mm -hmm. Like, 100%. Every, um, every, like, Pokemon. There's two Pokemon games on there. They're like, one is like 300 bucks. Jeez, that's nuts. at least from like these listings. Like maybe it's less, but like it's just ridiculous in general to pay more than eighty bucks for these things. Um, yeah, hell, I'd argue sixty. But anyways, I don't want to dread on this email here for so long. But the GameCube tier would be the one that I would really want to see. Like I don't care about if they canceled all this NSO shit tomorrow and said. We're going to just focus on GameCube. I would be the happiest guy alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. GameCube would be fun. I would GameCube's definitely, awesome. uh, I'd pay extra money to get on the, uh, to the next tier for sure. There you go. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, number two, have you guys ever bought a game more than once, whether it was for convenience or update oriented? I've bought the Devil May Cry games on every generation since its inception on the PS2. Thank you, Tanya from BC. Mm. Wow. The Devil May Cry games. That's a, that's a series I want to try out, but I don't want to pay for it. 
Yeah. Uh, best way to play Devil May Cry. I believe there's a Devil May Cry collection. I want to say on the PlayStation 4 that you can download uh, at, yeah. and wait yeah. for it on special. Like it goes down to like pretty cheap for like not not like super cheap, but like 20 bucks, 30 bucks Canadian, something like that. Too. Yeah. No shit. Okay. I've only ever played Devil May Cry 1. Uh, I owned it on the PlayStation 2. Right. And uh, I played it early on, like 2000, 2001, whenever it came out, maybe a year after. And very, very good game, but I just got stuck on a boss and I never went back. Oh, <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's what worst. ended up happening, right? So, yeah. uh, But it's funny you mentioned that because I actually, I'm thinking out loud, I think I did buy Devil May Cry, the collection, when we went to... Um, EGLX? When we went to uh, ELX or what was it called? EGLX. EGLX. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think that was one of the games that I Did picked you? up. But oh, okay. I think so, but I got to double check. I'm Damn. not 100% sure. Hold on a sec. Let me look here. He's inspecting. Oh, I did pick it up. It's on oh, the PS3. Oh, shit. It's on the PS3. No, but it's also on the PS4. But it's also on the PS4. Yeah, That's yeah, the cheaper is. version. This is the more uh, expensive. Oh, I missed my PlayStation 3. Oh, boy. I haven't given it enough love. I got to pop. You know, I'm a, I'm a PlayStation 3 mark, right? I got to get back on it. But yeah. yeah. So cry. there it is. Yeah. So that's all three games. Nice. Uh, I picked this up for, for uh, 10 bucks. Oh, that's uh, no, a steal. excuse me, 15. So that's pretty good. Still a steal. Yeah. I should go back. You know what? Part of me's punking out because. That son of a bitch boss that I got stuck at, I know that I will see him again. <laughs> Damn. 20 years later, I'm coming for you, bitch. Holy fuck. I'm getting hot right now on the podcast. I'm coming after that son of a bitch. You heard it here first. I'm going to pop this son of a bitch in maybe next week after I'm done uh, doomslaying, and we're going to get into this one. I'm Chris pissed, is about bro. to... <laughs> Kill some bosses over here. Anyway, we completely ignored the question. Yeah, Have did you, you ever buy a game more than once? <laughs> well, oh, not counting shit. the easy ones, like the stuff that's available online, like the, the Super Marios and things like that, that if right. you get the service, it's free. <laughs> yeah. Not counting those ones. Uh, I guess the Metal Gears, because I bought... Uh, but again, that's kind of cheating, because I bought all the Metal Gears as they came out. Metal Gear, uh, Metal Gear Solid... I I ha I I played that one uh, uh, backup copy if you will a CDR uh, so I never played that one oh but I, I Metal Gear Solid two three of uh, the rest of them three two three four and five I owned them on, on all the respective consoles oh, okay. and then I got the collection so I guess that does count as owning it twice um, right any others that are popping up I'm thinking uh, any <laughs> others that are popping up to you uh, well Metal Gear I think I did that too I have. M MGS1 on PS1 and then I have the MGS collection on PS2 and that includes 1 again plus right. 2 and 3 but I also own 2 and 3 separately on the PS2 with like without the collection so that's like different box art right yeah and then uh, yeah I own 4 and 5 but I also own the, Jesus the Metal Gear collection on, on PS3 which okay. includes 1, 2, 3 and 4 so that's a lot of Metal Gear <laughs> <laughs> That's um, fucked. Yeah. And then other ones I've just purchased by accident, not by accident, but like because the deal comes around. So, for example, on the PS3, I have Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. But oh, okay. But last year they dropped the, uh, and you told me about it. You're like, hey, man, those Batman games are like dirt cheap right now. The whole collection, you can get it for like whatever it was, five, ten bucks. So I have it on that. So I have it on the PlayStation 4 slash 5. Mm -hmm. uh, digital, but I also have those hard copies on the PlayStation 3. There's a bunch of them like that. There's a, yeah, 
There's a few of them like that now. I guess the list can go on and on if you start including like collections and things like that. It could, yeah. But I don't know if uh, Tanya means like, have I ever purposely bought the same game twice to have it on both systems? Like, for example, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 uh, Remaster, whatever you want to call it, Remake on the Switch and the PlayStation 5. No, I, have, I haven't oh, okay. done anything like that yeah. with the current generation. But the one that I, I w- might consider is uh, games like Streets of Rage, you know, the remake, I think that, or Streets of Rage 4, oh, four whichever four. one was yeah, the one. Four. Yeah, that's a cool one to have on multiple systems because it's just, it's, it's a, a fun game. pick up and go, right? Yeah, it's an awesome game. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The one game I totally am guilty for this is Final Fantasy X, 100%. Final Fantasy wow. 10, I own the original PS2 version. Then I own the collector's edition PS3 version. <laughs> right. Then I own the PS4 remake version. I own it on the Switch as well. <laughs> so it's wow. like the PS4 and the Switch. I definitely went out of my way to get those two. Because I loved it so much on PS4. And I was like, I, I would love to play this on the go. So then I picked it up for playing it on the go. Um, that's another game I've been itching to play again. But I'm trying to resist. Yeah, there is something fun about playing those games on a hand, on a handheld. It's a completely different experience. I, I honestly cool. think that if you have it on the PS4 or PS5, but you want to buy it on the Switch, I honestly think the Switch is reason enough to just get it again because it's like playing it on the go is just a different feeling. Like it's just nice to play it in your hands in bed or something. Like it's just right. It's just cool. Like I've been thinking about getting um, Tony Hawk on the Switch just to have like a nice Tony Hawk game on the Switch, but. It's like, uh, am I going to justify, like, I, I think I would wait for it to come down to maybe 20 bucks before I did that. But, um, right. you know, it's, that's like another one. It's just convenience. It's, it's all about convenience. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Thank you, Tanya. And uh, Jesse from Toronto says, recently someone in Toronto won the $60 million lottery. Son of a bitch. If one mm. of y'all's won $25 million, would you take it in one lump sum or would you take $1 million for the next 25 years? Damn. Hmm. I want to say one lump sum. Just give me the whole thing. Yeah, my irresponsible ass would say that too. Um, yeah, I think if I took the whole thing, I would probably just invest some of it and I'd be good for life whether, rather than like, I could take a million a year, but I would probably still work, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I would say give me the lump sum. But I didn't know someone in Toronto won 60 million. That's insane. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and... uh wow. They bought a quick pick ticket, so it's like they they just went to the store like give me a quick pick, which is what I usually do. I go to the right. store and I'm like give me a quick pick, just gives you like a randomized numbers, five dollar ticket or six bucks or whatever you play with the encore, and uh, yeah, she won. So yeah, wow. I think twenty five, I think uh, twenty five million in one lump sum just really allows you to 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 make more power moves really quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you it do get the you up. yeah, but if you get the one million over. Uh, over 25 years, then at least you know that you're sort of set, right? Mm-hmm. But man, if I win the lottery, first thing you got to do is like hire hire a good lawyer, hire a good accountant that's going to be able to, you know, protect you, right? right? 25 million can go really quickly if you're irresponsible and stupid, right? I mean, you've, you've seen athletes blow that money, no problem. You see these athletes that are, they make millions and millions and millions of dollars, you know, and then they lose it all. Some of it through, most of it through their own fault. Some of it's just because they be, they've made bad investments, you know, or you give it away to friends and family just because you want to be able to help out or you make these loans or whatever, right? So 
um, yeah, really tricky. But I think with the with the one lump sum, I think you're able to make some some bigger moves quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Grab five million, buy several houses. You know what I mean? It's kind of silly to think that here in the city, five million would only get you about three or four houses. That's <laughs> nuts, right? If you if you think about it that way, because every fucking house is a million dollars now. Yeah. Uh, but that's what that's wild. But yeah, you buy four or five houses here in Toronto. One, you buy one house, you're do, you're you're doing pretty well because oh, even yeah. after a year or two, yeah, you're ma- even after one day of living there, you're making winnings just on the uh, on the value of the property. So right. uh, yeah, take it in one lump sum, and then hire a really good accountant. Hire somebody that's really good with money. Split that money up. Do what you got to do. It reinvest it right, and then buy yourself something really nice. There you go. Wise words from Christopher. (laughs) And that'll bring us to the end of the mailbag. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. And again, if you want to write us in next week, you could do so at podcastfresh2020 at gmail.com. All right, let's talk movies. I, for one, have not seen anything in the past week except for this weird, like, reality Spanish show um, called Insiders. Tiffany's got you watching weird shit again? uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand. I still don't really get the premise of it. Like mm. basically these people, like, I don't know, 15 people, let's say were picked to be living in this little, like, I don't know. I think it's in a building, but it's like a, it's like a set, but it is a, li- a functional room and living room and all that kitchen. Um, and they think they're being picked for like some reality show, but Little do, do they know they're already in the reality show and they think they're just auditioning. Oh, and there's oh. cameras all over the place. So even when they think they're not being filmed, they're being filmed. This is a reality show? This is a reality show. Fuck. It's actually, no, it's, I mean, it is a reality show, but it's also like more of a game show. Like someone's going to win money by the end of it um, because people get eliminated every week or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it was just interesting to see, like, not so, I didn't really care about like the, the game itself or anything like that, but like, People that thought they weren't being filmed, like there was this guy and this girl who were like, like when they were on camera, like it was fine, but behind the scenes, they were like making out and stuff. And this girl had a boyfriend outside of the show. And it's like, imagine finding out you were filmed. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's insane. That's wild. So that aspect of it was really interesting to me. So that's all I've really been watching. I haven't seen any movies or anything this week. So, uh, what, 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 uh, what's that TV show? Where's that available? Insiders, uh, you can watch it on Netflix. I believe wow. there is an English dub, but because you know my wife is Spanish and I understand most Spanish, uh, right? I watch it in Spanish because it is it's a Spanish show, like it was made in Spain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in Spain, yeah, and they don't give a fuck over there. Is it like rated R? Like it's pretty like saucy? Yeah, they say whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But the content, there's like sex and stuff, violence. Oh, no, or... no, no. They don't show no. you that. No, no. no. Okay. How how old are the cast members? Are we talking like uh, twenty year olds, thirty year olds, early twenties to early thirties, maybe? Mm-hmm. And what's the? Okay, they they think they're part of this other show, but what's the gimmick? Like, are they scaring them? Are they putting them in unusual situations? What what the? I'm pretty sure, like, it's just about alliances. Like, like they start making alliances. Like, listen, like if you. Like one, from what I understand, one person gets the power. The twist is someone in that group will eliminate someone else. It's not like the mm-hmm. host eliminates or they do something wrong that gets them eliminated. It's literally all about like, if I, if me and you were in there with 15 other people, because me and you are boys, I would probably try to protect you. If I had the power to eliminate, I probably wouldn't eliminate you. Cause you know, we have like a pact at least until the end. 
So you see these people start like making little alliances and stuff, and then it gets it it, it becomes drama because then people yeah. are just like, "You fucking, you're on his side, and you said you're on my side, and all this crazy." Oh shit man, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, again, this is a show I wouldn't watch by myself, but because the wife was watching and I was in the room, I was like, "All right, let's see what this is." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's not as far as reality TV shows like this one's actually kind of interesting because it twists it like. Like you, th- they think they're auditioning for a future show, <laughs> right? So, so they're, they're trying to set to up, live, the, right, right, right. So for, they're forced to live with each other for like a bit, and little do they know they're already on the show. <laughs> oh it's man, like, that's crazy, it's dude! Insane. You honestly, you would enjoy Survivor. I know I always pitch it because like it's <laughs> my favorite. It's it's the only like reality TV show that I watch, right? right. And I don't pay attention to it unless like Hell's Kitchen. I'll watch uh, just for uh, just to see. Uh, Chef Ramsay yell at people because it's always funny. Or like I always like it when Ramsay does like the uh, – he does like the double-edged compliment but turns into a burial. Right. He's it's like, a, yeah. you have been absolutely amazing. And he's like, thank you, chef. If you were serving food to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's ridiculous. I love he that turns guy. heel on them, right? And then sometimes he does the opposite. He sounds like – he sounds like he's going to bury them. Like, you call this macaroni and cheese? And she'd be like, yes, chef. And be like, because I would. This is absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. Exactly. You know, he's such a, but he knows what he's doing. Right. right? He knows exactly what he's there what was he's a, doing. I saw a clip on Facebook or something. He was really impressed with this dude. Like, mm. And he ate all the food. Like it was, he was wow. just supposed to have a couple of bites. He had everything. He didn't even let the other like judges get any. That's he tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "You've outdone yourself, young man. Like this is amazing." And the guy was like, ready to cry. <laughs> he was oh, like, "Wow!" So I that, saw one where he puts awesome. over um, this woman who I believe had uh, some kind of a visual impairment, mm-hmm. and she, I think she made like an apple pie or something. And so he tried the pie, and he asked her some questions, and it sounded like he was going to bury her, but instead he was like, this is absolutely amazing. This is exactly what it should taste like. And, uh, again, just uh, just just funny stuff like that. But, yeah, Survivor, man, same thing. Like It's, it's been going on for like 40, more than 40 seasons now. I'm wow. a little bit behind. I'm about uh, 23 seasons behind. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm on season 18. Leave me alone. Jesus I'm still Christ. in uh, 2011 in the show. <laughs> But uh, same thing. They all go to this island, and the game starts off uh, tribe versus tribe. So two teams of, like, eight usually, although it's been changed over and over again. Some seasons they do three. But uh, very simple concept. It's team versus team. So you're with your team, and you got to eliminate the other team. Because if you lose, somebody's one of you is going home. Right. So what happens is after you get down to about 10 or 12, they merge. So once you merge, then it becomes... Every man for himself, no more uh, no more teams. Right. But what ends up happening is the alliances will still stay. It'll be like, okay, we're going in this. We have five, we have six, they have six, we stick together. But of course, there's a pecking order, and the person at the bottom is usually the one that's like is able to maybe do the flip, right? Yeah. So they have an immunity challenge. One person will win immunity, they can't get voted out. Everybody else can. So then okay. they go back to the to the to the you know to the campsite, and then again they play games. They they figure out who's on whose side or whatever. And it's like okay, we're going in whatever. And so many times it's like we're going into tribal council because it is possible to tie. If there's ten people, you go to tribal. It is possible to go five five. Mm-hmm. But almost always somebody has gotten to, and somebody flips, joins the other team, and uh, 
it ends up going that way. But that's a wow. that's a great that's a great game. And then later on, it turns into they do gimmicks like uh, heroes versus villains, or they'll go with oh, like okay. uh, they did an entire uh, uh, later on. They did an entire champions edition where it was all champions. Oh, cool! That's crazy. <laughs> so it's just crazy. So all these champs are going in like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna try that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But one of my favorites was uh, heroes versus fans. And so it was like the professionals coming back, taking on the fans, like just oh, okay. hardcore fans of the show. Right. And uh, it's just awesome. There's this one player called Boston Rob, and he's just like widely considered the best player. He's just <laughs> so smooth. And everybody knows he's like so smooth and dangerous. And they're like, we're going to don't worry. He's not going to get us. He's not going to get us. And he's like, he's already gone. You just don't right. even know it yet. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Survivor. I got to get back on that. Um, I got to check But yeah, that's out. my kind of trashy uh, reality TV that I like to watch. That's your uh, personal hell. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a little catching up to do. Like I said, I'm about 23 seasons behind. So there's about season uh, 40. I, actually, you know what? Let's, uh, let's do the... Uh, dreadful. Let's do the Google's season 43. Oh, my They're on God. now. Hearing I'm 23 seasons behind, though, just sounds so intimidating. Like, oh, but it's fun. I can't explain fun. it. It's one of those 45-minute <coughs> shows that just flies by in like 15 minutes. That's what it feels like, oh, right? Good, because yeah. the, the the show is the same formula. They they meet. They, go, they do the first challenge. The first challenge is usually for some kind of a prize, yeah. right? And right. then one team will win the prize. It's usually like a giant buffet. Oh, and shit. the second team wins fuck all. Or... <laughs> The, the prize will be like a cookware set, right? And, and meanwhile, there's like, you know, the, there's a team that can't even get boiling water. So, like, you're right. fighting for your life, you know? So, Damn. Yeah, it's good. I would check out Survivor. I might check that out. You make it sound interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that, besides Insiders, though, that's all I've been watching. Uh, you, however, have been internetless. You've gone through some dvds here i think <laughs> so we had ahead. a question like a couple weeks ago like what are like some of our like uh guilt-free movies that we like to watch right regardless of imdb all that bullshit Ratings, yeah yeah and a couple that i that i mentioned were employee of the month with uh jessica that's a, simpson that's and uh one. yeah and uh dane cook and i was talking to your wife actually uh and she mentioned that she had watched it like recently so i don't know if you were in that sitting but i was uh, yeah yeah it was it's just so stupid and, but it's a product of its time because that yeah. is such a 2000s movie from like the jokes to the references just to everything else. That's pretty trashy, but it's uh, it's just fun to watch. Uh, that Gone in 60 Seconds with uh, um, Nicolas Cage, that was that's always All a right. fun one just to turn off your brain and enjoy and watch these ridiculous stunts, ridiculous characters in a really stupid story. It doesn't make any sense. Um <laughs> Paranormal Activity. I watched that one recently. That was fun, too. And uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. That's one of my near and dear shows. And so I recently watched uh, episode, excuse me, season eight. Nice. But has this ever happened to you where you think you've seen the, se- the entire season, then you go back to rewatch it and you realize, oh, my God, I missed the entire, like, the last three, four episodes. I completely missed them. So I was able uh, to go back in, got to about the halfway point. I'm like, wow, I'm in new territory <laughs> here, right? Right. And I watched up to 10. So it's like I'm ahead of that. So to oh, go back okay. to 8, it was like, wow, I missed like four or five episodes here. It was uh, it was pretty cool. So that's kind of what I've been Damn. watching. But uh, I definitely want to check out <clears throat> Top Gun. Top Gun has been getting incredible reviews. 
pretty good reviews. Uh, they've been calling it a fun, stupid movie, which is exactly what, what I, I hoped want. it would be. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> and um, uh, some of the reviews that I've been reading is just because uh, Tom Cruise doesn't play 28-year-old Tom Cruise. He plays Tom Cruise today. Older guy. Right. He's got to go in there to you know help these uh, these guys in the, the academy or whatever. And, uh, you know, Goose's kid is in the movie. Uh, so if anybody knows Goose from the first movie, so Goose's son is in this one. So it's a little bit fun. It's a little bit nostalgic. So um, it's fun. I might go check this one out in the theater, actually, because it's getting good reviews. And, uh, you know, with the stunts and everything in the airplanes, it, it'd be a fun one to watch in like 7.1 or 8.1 or whatever the fuck the surround system is that, uh, <laughs> that they're using right now. But... Now with the internet back, I can go back and start watching normal stuff. But yeah, just some of that offline, just stuff that I have in my collection. Just some of that nobody's watching. Just eat an ice cream and watch uh, Employee of the Month or Gone in 60 Seconds. That's kind of what I've been watching lately. Nice. I was going to say the uh, the thing you said about missing episodes. That always happens to me on the last season of Community. I don't think I've ever properly watched the last season of Community. I think I've missed like half of it and it happens every time i run through this show once i get to that last season i don't know if i lose interest or something i'm just very loosey-goosey with it right and that's the one that comes to mind when you said that and i just remembered now that right after the last cafe we did or maybe a day after i did watch a movie it, it came to my mind what'd you get i watched pineapple express <laughs> oh shit i was gonna watch that too No, oh, yeah that's a great movie i watched uh because i watched this is the end Oh, that's good too. Yeah. And that was just so That's just stupid. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Where the <laughs> fuck is my phone, man? And then you get stabbed by the fucking light. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a stupid movie, but it's good fun. I like how they go out for cigarettes and snacks and they, they come back to uh whose house was it? Uh, James Franco. When they come back to James Franco's house, there's fucking World War Three going on outside, and they come back to his house party. Like everybody's just chilling, jamming. It's like, yeah, it's like nothing's going on. You know, they're like, like, oh man, there's a bunch of shit going on outside. And James Franco's like, ah, but you're good in here, man. Yeah, Don't you're worry. good in here. Don't even worry about it. Uh, that that is a fun movie. So, what made you watch Pineapple Express? I think I was talking to Tiff about like those kind of movies from that era again, and. She said that Pineapple Express was just not funny to her. And I mm. thought that by watching... Like, I pretty much put it on because I was like, I feel like you just never watched it. Like, really? And we watched it and she still didn't find it funny. So, uh, it's just one of those things. <laughs> I was yeah. laughing and she was just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> it's also got a lot of pod humor, which... Uh, She's not into When yeah. you're watching a montage of these two idiots with like five Doing bucks the to their name, like jumping over each other in slow motion because they're both high as fuck and just being idiots when they get to the yeah. forest or whatever. Um, it's it's just uh, it's a fun movie. I haven't seen that one in a while, but I might pop that one in. I did look at it, but I, I right. instead ended up choosing uh, This is the End. And then Superbad. Superbad's also another oh, fun one. one. I haven't seen that one in a while, but that's a... That's an, that's another good one. Yeah. My sweetie's in it, Emma Stone. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to see uh, this weekend. I want to see if I could maybe go to the movies and watch Doctor Strange. I'm still oh, wow. yet to see that. Um, that's been my. That's going to be my goal this weekend. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'll report next week. Yeah, give us a little report. Yes. All right, let's get into the game flow. Game flow. Game flow. 
So, uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shards, that Kirby N64 game that they released, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago, there was, like, this game-breaking bug that you got to this, like, water level, and if you touched this shark or something, the game would just freeze, and you couldn't progress. Like, like Kirby would be stuck in this weird animation, and, like, that's it. You couldn't progress. And from what I know, like, dodging this shark is... I don't know if it's possible or not, right? So, uh, this was happening very, very frequently to people. And, uh, whatever, Nintendo has heard you, please. And they tweeted out today that they're gonna make a fix for it next week. So, next week, they will be patching that up. Because that's a game I actually kind of want to play. Never played that one before. Um, but once I heard about that, I was like, alright, I'm not touching this until it's fixed. So, maybe next week. Has that happened to a lot of people? Yeah, it's like, a, it's it's definitely a bug. <laughs> like, wow. It's, it's, it's literally like... A shark, like a big shark, you touch it, it yeah. you're done. Like, it's, I don't know if, I don't think it's possible to avoid him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I haven't played the game. So, but from the clip I saw, it's like, okay, <laughs> that's right. really bad. That That's a problem. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. There'll be a fix though next week. So that is good. Also new Nintendo Switch Online games. We went over them. Pinball on NES, Rival Turf, and Congo's Caper on Super Nintendo. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sony fumbles on UPS Plus service. Dude, I don't know if you saw this, but this is ridiculous. So, a couple years ago, for context, they released the PlayStation Mini, right? And the PlayStation Mini, Chris's face just told the whole story once he I opened I just this saw link. the headline. What? <laughs> yeah. So, the PlayStation Mini oh, um, included PAL versions of the game. Yeah. And that means they wouldn't run right, you know, on... Uh, North American uh, systems or whatever mm-hmm. because like we just had different hertz or whatever because over there like the PAL versions are 50 hertz and I don't know what it is here I'm not right but anyway they did this new PS Plus service and the old um, you know the classics catalog that they have in there some of the games are PAL versions which is ridiculous and one of these games is Ape Escape which is like a PS1 beloved darling uh-huh and it's 50 hertz, which is just insanity. I don't know why they would do this. What, what the, hell? the hell is That's that? That's wild. Yeah. It, like, they didn't learn? <laughs> they didn't learn the first time? What's the reason behind it, though? Is it just accessibility or... That's wild. Because no this already happened when they... You're right. When they released the uh, the PS1 Classic? Yeah, the PS1 Classic. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know... If this is going to get fixed, I don't know if they're even aware that, you know, people are aware of this. Like, I mean, they have to be. But, like, the four games that um, people are talking about is Ape Escape, Everybody's Golf, a game called Karushi, and Wild Arms. Um, So these are the ones that are, like, 50 hertz PAL versions. And the other ones that were released are all uh, 60 hertz uh, North American format. So it's it's kind of alarming that they just ignore, like... Because when that PlayStation Mini came out, the reviews all panned it for that. Like, one, it was boring. Like, the menu had no substance to it and things like that. But then the games themselves ran like shit. And you would think that, you know, Sony would never do this mistake again. And here they are again with a new subscription service, nonetheless, doing things like this. I hope this gets fixed uh, because I was already on the fence about getting this. Like, I, I wasn't a yes, but I wasn't a no. Mm. Uh, but this definitely makes me a no right now. That's wild. Yeah, I uh, I didn't know that until uh, just right now. Yeah, hmm, I'd have to check it out. I'm sure for like the casual person, it's it, they they may or may not even notice the difference, you know. But uh, 
you know, for some of the more, not even hardcores, but for people that pay attention to stuff like that, like frame rate and yeah. especially drops in frame rate. It's, it's very noticeable. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'd be interested to find out more and just to kind of find out why, you know, like what, what, what's the reason behind that? That's uh, it's interesting. It's definitely an issue for sure. Definitely. I don't think hmm. we'll ever know the, the real reason. <laughs> right. At this point, I just want it to be fixed. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, breaking news two hours before we got on here. Um, Sony is going to have a state of play June 2nd. So I think that's next Thursday. Um, and they said that it's going to have a sneak peek at several, uh, PlayStation VR two games, which is interesting because the VR two is something that I'm interested in. Me too. I've always been like, I've always wanted the first VR, but by the time I got a PS4 and all that, I was like, the PSVR 2 has to be just a couple years away. I'm willing to wait and just see how this all rolls out. So it is coming, and I would love to see what they have in store for this. Uh, so that's like, I think that's like the top headline for that state of play. Like, like that's probably what has the most uh, people talking. There's also, you know, third-party support going to be there. I think first-party games are going to be there too. Me, I really want to see Final Fantasy 16 at this point. I feel like enough time has passed. If they don't have it at this presentation, I'm going to really be, uh, not mad, but like, I'm going to, I don't think it's going to be, I'm going to question like how ready the game really is at this point. Um, cause I feel like it's ready to go. This thing has to come out. Um, it's been, it's been two years or something since they announced it and shown it off in, in the first place. So, um, that's what I really want to see tomorrow or next week. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything you're really like specifically looking forward to? Or I think people are just really excited to find out more details about the VR two. You know, that's the, that's the big thing. Yeah. I by the time I got a PlayStation, I got a PlayStation four late in its life cycle, and by that point, I, I wasn't too. really that interested in and in, in getting VR. Also, because my nephews have the VR. And while it is fun, it's just so much cables and gimmickry. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Yeah. So uh, the play, the the VR two promises that it's going to be a cleaner design, less less gimmickry, less cables, less BS, right? And um, and so and and we'll see. And the controls, that's the major difference, right? They're going with uh, these different. gimmicks that you wrap around your fists mm -hmm. as opposed to the uh, the sticks, right? The, the Wii, the Wii yeah, remotes. The, the, <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah, Freddie Mercury's microphone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm interested in seeing. And also, obviously, definitely uh, some of the graphics. Uh, yeah. I, I'd love to see uh, what happens there. I, I'm very interested in, in, in getting this thing. Uh, <laughs> will I get it at launch? Uh, probably not. But it's it's still interesting to uh, to see. I've played VR on the PlayStation Four, and um, it's a lot of fun. Even when with my nephews, I played. Um, what was that game? Was it the Avengers or Iron Man? I think, I think it was Iron, Iron Man. Man, right? Iron Man, yeah. Dude, and there are some levels in there that are kind of scary. They're not meant to be scary, or maybe some of them are. I don't know. But you're like in a cave. I'm like, oh man, this is. Uh, it's just because yeah. it's VR. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. I think you yeah. could be in it. Yeah, it, it's mm. uh, it's cool though. It's definitely cool, and I'm curious to see how everything's going to, to to work with this i mean it's been rumored that this is going to have like eyeball tracing technology yeah, and all that bullshit so crazy. it's going to be able to know exactly where you're looking and be able to authenticate and also customize that experience for you so this should be fun i'm actually excited it's about a, this uh you came in with a good little surprise here there you go it's also going to know what you're thinking and report it back to sony okay i'm out <laughs> <laughs> oh man um I'm still trying to figure out really like I want to know what this is for sure just because I'm still on the fence about like is VR something that's going to be a gimmick to me where I'm going to play it a couple times and never touch it 
or is it something that I'm actually going to frequently use? Like that's kind of how I'm justifying the purchase at this point. Right. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but I have a good feeling about it. I think this, I think they really close to perfected what VR can be on a PlayStation console. So yeah, we will see. And on top of the uh, whole Square Enix thing I wanted, uh, they also came out and said that next j- month in June, they are promising Final Fantasy VII announcements. Now, they didn't say Final Fantasy VII remake announcements. They just said seven announcements, which that could mean a new movie, a new fucking pair of shoes, a new spin-off game i think i honestly think what it is though is the ever crisis uh thing like yeah the uh the, the mobile game the the mobile the other remake they're doing for mm-hmm. ff7 i think that's probably what they're gonna show off but there is a chance thanks to some other sources i read that part two of the remake could be shown teased something you're gonna get something interesting so we'll see about that so june is already holding two major um Two major uh, presentations slash announcements. I'm sure Nintendo is also going to throw their hat in there with a direct at some point because that's technically E3 season. That's E3 would have been you know alive and kicking in June and July, and, and you know those two months are just going. You go hard for video games, and even though there's no E3 this year, I'm sure these companies know that that's when gamers and fans are most attentive to news and stuff. So could we see something crazy like a new Uncharted game or uh, something to do with The Last of Us uh, or anything oh, like that? Man, I'm sure. I'm sure because The Last of Us, you know, there's a potential remake mm-hmm. um, that might be shown. I don't think they're going to. I think Uncharted is a shoe and especially after making a movie. Right. I think, I think you have to make a new one at some point. Right. I think, you know, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to get like a prequel. Like show, show me an Uncharted in 1960, with like a young Sully, you play a Sully, That's right? Dope. That's dope. You're smoking cigars. Maybe he's got a different play style, right? Like that'd be he's fucking got a cool. Yeah, you know, like that, yeah. that'd be that'd be cool. Hey, by the I'm way, down. when you played Uncharted One, you totally thought that Sully was gonna turn heel on you, right? I did. <laughs> I did. Me I didn't, too. I didn't trust this guy. I was like, yeah. Oh. And then he's like the <laughs> biggest baby face. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, Sully. It's funny. So that's a that game I downloaded onto my PS5. Because uh, I'm playing, I'm gonna play that, those games. Oh, they're so replayable this year. I'm gonna play the first one again just because I barely remember it. Yeah. And uh, but I'm gonna try to actually get through them, even if it's like two a year, like I'm doing for Metal Gear. Like mm-hmm. I want to start playing them. I think I, I can get because I think those are games I would really enjoy. Right. Because um, I like the first one. I just never played any of them after that. So what? You've only played <laughs> the first Uncharted? Just the first one, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I've never played any. Start with two after. or one. It depends. I've heard that one doesn't hold up so well when you go back and play it again. Right. Yeah. But there's that. Two is. Uh, I think two is my favorite, and of course that's the one that starts off with the iconic falling train. There you go. Off yeah. the uh, off the cliff, and you're more work. You're working your way up this train, fucking Tom Cruise style. <laughs> but the whole the whole genius of it is. It's a tutorial without it feeling like a tutorial. Yes. It's like you got to go this way, then you got to go up, and then it's teaching you to jump. Like, it's so fucking cool. Three's a lot of fun, too, in my opinion. Uh, the story in three's pretty good. Um, it just gets really, like, military heavy toward the end. Like, you're, you're going oh, okay. out, you're battling all these tanks and things like that. It's pretty badass. Uh, but two's my favorite. Three is, uh, I, I, three was good. And now I have to play uh, the fourth one. Oh, so you still have to play four. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah four, four. When I saw fours, uh, when four came out at the time and I saw like what it looked like, I got right. hooked on like eventually going to play that. I'm like, I, I, one day I'll play this because this looks really cool. Um, 
that's kind of why I want to play the Uncharted games now, just so I could get up to the fourth one <laughs> before yeah. they release a fifth one. Then uh, I'm really behind, but yeah. Going back to this uh, state of play, I think there's real potential for Spider-Man 2 to be shown. Wow. I think you could show more of that game because they already announced it. They already showed some of it or a, a CGI scene of it. I think you could do that. I honestly think that it's time. That's uh, wild because we were I'm just talking it. last uh, last podcast cafe about uh, how we were talking about Gotham Knights and how some of that oh, footage, yeah. you know, kind of looked like Spider-Man light. You know what yeah. I mean? With, with respect to some of the characters. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's right. Spider-Man 2 would be cool. And you got to have Miles Morales in there, right? Oh, he's in it because they, they showed like a teaser last year or something. Spider-Man and Miles are like just double teaming on this dude. And like, they, it's just ridiculous. Like they'll throw the guy up. The guy's in the <laughs> air. They, they both web his limbs and smash him on the floor. It's ridiculous. And then in the shadows, you had Venom just watching. Oh, that's cool. It, it's a cool uh, little, little trailer teaser. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're due for something like that. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, uh, number, no number. Next piece of news. Final Fantasy's uh, Yoshitaka Amano. He is the guy that essentially um, illustrates, if you ever see like the early concept of like Final Fantasy games, it's always this weird like ethereal like illustration of like what the characters roughly will look like and stuff. And this guy has been chosen to do a variant cover of uh, Detective Comics 1093 for Batman. So he drew Batman holding this woman in yeah. the art and style of Final Fantasy, which is just really cool to see. So Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm going to I think I'm going to post this up on the uh Podcast Fresh Instagram or something mm -hmm. uh, just Do it. for people to see. That's cool. Uh, Cuz I think it's really cool and it's kind of like a blending of two of my favorite things, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's just missing the Final Fantasy 16 underneath, right? Seriously. Imagine it's Batman. <laughs> oh, that'd be <laughs> what, crazy. That'd be ridiculous. That's crazy. <laughs> Okay, Chris, take it away. There's uh, two news articles that you wrote down here. Yeah, you know what? I, last week after we saw the uh, the Gotham Knights uh, sort of announcement that they had canceled the PS4 version of it, it mm -hmm. sort of got everybody a little bit nervous. Like, okay, so what's happening? You know, not everybody, but like, it, not not nervous either, but it just, it, uh, there seems to be a line in the sand now. Now conversations. that Gotham Knights has at the very least opened the door to saying, you know what? No, we're not going to be like some of these games that get delayed six months because we have to make it for this and that and that, and it's got to be able to play on your mother's microwave. No, 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 no. <laughs> If you have the latest upgraded um, uh, you know, version of the systems, then you're going to be okay. But now it's come out that Sony has revealed plans to phase out the PlayStation 4 games in the next a few years. But believe it or not, it's actually it's going to take another uh, two, three years still to eventually get the to full get to, that point. To, yeah. to get the full cutoff. So um, it's interesting. I feel like, from my perspective, I have the PS4, I have the PS5, and I realize because of some of the issues with supply, we're one, we're some of the lucky ones, right, Pac-Man? Yeah. yeah for um, sure. So if you're on the PS4 and they just canceled one of the games that you were looking forward to, I completely get it, but. At the cost of releasing games closer to on time versus having to delay things, like uh, what happened with um, what the fuck was that game? The disaster one, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Thank yeah. you. 
with what happened with Cyberpunk, they released that thing in like six, seven different systems. I'm sure some of that was the reason why they had so many issues, right? Because they weren't right. able to concentrate on just one version of the game, on well, the PC version. Well, but I everything mean, else said, seemed to be stripped down all the way up and down. Yeah, I mean, they said that they developed it on like the best thing ever. And then when it, but, but like, like imagine developing on the PS5, but your game is supposed to come out on the PS4. That makes no sense. Right. That's and, what happened. And and we talked about this uh, a while back. I remember when we were talking about, you know, we were talking about, like, uh, when does the next Final Fantasy come out? Will it even come out this generation? It sounds ridiculous. (laughs) It sounds ridiculous. But in reality, probably not. I think we're going to see a longer shelf life for this system, right? I was listening to uh, Beyond a couple weeks ago, and Jonathan Dornbush actually said that he expects this... uh, this um, era to last eight years. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. two into that, right? So it's about six more years. Right. So I don't know if it goes a total of eight, especially with the way everything is changing. And we'll get into the next point after this. But um, it's possible you could do eight years, especially if you think like they're just launching. They're, they they still haven't even launched the uh, the PS5 VR. Right? right, so that's they're not launching that with two years to go, right? Because right. there's going to be games, and this is something that the, the that Jim Ryan has said is that they want to be able to 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 focus more on different mediums, being either 3D or sitting back on your couch and watching it, you know, hooked mm-hmm. up to your TV. He wants he wants there to be more ways for people to access these these games. Right. So my question to you is. If you if you didn't have a PlayStation Five and you only had a PlayStation Four, does that push you to get the PlayStation Five and maybe upgrade and make the jump up to the next system, or do you kind of stay where you are and just be kind of pissed off about it? <laughs> I mean, definitely it. the The reason why I got a PS Five was kind of the, for that reason. What you just said. I wanted to play Final Fantasy VII Remake's intergrade intermission stuff. Right. And after finding out it wasn't coming for the PS4, I was like, okay, well, that really sucks. And then once I heard, like, FF16 got in, got announced, I was really like, mm, I should probably get a PS5. Because now it's like, at the time, I thought they would phase out the PS4 pretty fast. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, because at the time, it was like they were showing off all these PS5 games. They were so into the PS5. And uh, even though things were coming out for both systems, I thought within a year, PS4 would have been phased out already. Um, so I got a PS5 because they already cut out things that weren't coming out for the PS4 that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's my reasoning to get it. You got it because you just got lucky one day. <laughs> so yeah. Literally. So I, that's awesome. Yeah, I literally just walked into a store and I'm like, uh, hey, I saw a guy walking down the street with a play. Anyway, I've told the story before <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. and I was able I to, it. I had to get on a waiting list but I remember I texted him like, dude, I'm on a waiting list. That's ins- That already is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I got on a waiting list. They called me a month later and uh, just happened to get a really nice paycheck that week where it just $800 didn't feel like that much right. of a hit on the debit card. Holy smokes. But I went in there and I picked it up and uh, I swear to God, I put the PlayStation 5 on the passenger seat and I buckled it up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, coincidentally, yeah, and coincidentally, I was actually at the same plaza just yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday I was in Scarborough, actually, which is another town just uh, 30 minutes east of What'd Toronto. What did you see, the PS6? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I happened to be in the same plaza. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's the GameStop, right? right. Oh, okay, so, cool, cool. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's cool. But like, Um, no, it's like I got the PS4 late. I I got it in 2018. The reason I got (laughs) it was because uh, up until then I didn't really have a reason. I was I was playing my PlayStation 3, and I wasn't playing that many games. I wasn't like going too too crazy, right? Right. Um, But when I heard that Red Dead Redemption 2 was coming out, (laughs) shit was on. That's it. That's it. I knew See, I had to get it because I had exactly. to play that game. Exactly. That's that's what it is, man. Because if that's not coming out for your game system, and like, what are you gonna do? You have no choice. Yeah. Marvel Spider Man was what pushed me to get a PS4. And guess what? Before that, I didn't even have a PlayStation system. I was gotcha. on Xbox. I was Team Xbox. I had an right. Xbox One, uh, 360. That's what that was my jam. Mostly because my friends all had Xbox, so like, it just made sense. That makes sense to me, yeah. of course. So, but then it's like I'm a huge Spider-Man fan and they're making this game and it's PS4 only and I'm like, fuck you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and that broke me. You know? and, and I knew that was going to happen to me. And to be fair, I did get the uh, the PS4 Pro. I did get the Pro one because it was the, right. the one. I, I went was... with you that night, actually. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's right. Uh, and I picked up Mafia 3. It yep. came. It came with a game. I came. It came with Red Dead. Came with Red Dead. And yeah, I picked yeah. up Mafia Three. It was like thirty dollars. I picked it up. Yeah. But uh, and then it took me like two years to play Mafia Three, and, and I don't know why it took me so long because I actually enjoyed that game. Although we talked about it a little you. bit too yeah. long. I yeah. think if you trim out some of the fat, it becomes a better game. Right. If you trim out some of the fat in Mafia Three, and instead put in the DLC, the. Uh, that DLC where where oh, the yeah, the faster baby stuff. faster where it's it's the yeah. car based one where you got the crazy girlfriend, and then there's the <laughs> other one where it's like um it's like the voodoo one where like all these people are like falling under these different spells so you got to go into this nightclub and figure out what's going on with these different cult leaders. There's so many different uh, things in that game that, that that's a lot of fun. But to mm. your point, yeah, I picked up the pro and then I ended up uh, upgrading the, the the hard drive to one terabyte and that was fine but I got it late in the season and then when the PlayStation 5 came out and we talked about this when none of us had it we were in no rush to really get it yes supply and demand was a huge issue but I remember pack we weren't in a huge rush to get it because there was nothing remember there was like nothing that was really making us want to get it right Ratchet yeah. and Clank is all fun and games right Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. All the power to you. Right. So, I mean, and, but again, there was a lot of this, what I call artificial, like PS4 into the PS5. That's kind of like, well, it's just, I'm not going to buy the PS5 just to play yeah. an upgraded version of the PS4. But when they started coming out with the heavy hitters, it just made a little bit more sense. It but, made sense. Because like, yeah. do I want to play Ghost of Tsushima? Like I had this option. I could have played Ghost of Tsushima on PS4. But then I'm hearing that it's just another experience on PS5, so I waited, mm-hmm. and I'm still gonna play it. I'm still yet to play it, but yeah. Well, you I'm played like ten now. minutes, you said, right, or twenty yeah, minutes, just or something? To, just to see what it was like. Fucking and, beautiful uh, game. It looked fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think like at this point, I would just try to get a PS5 because these chip shortage things, like th- this, isn't this is going to be a problem it's still for going a long on, time, bro. and they, they don't see an end to it. No, like, they literally said like we don't know. We don't we we see this going on for like ten years. Mm-hmm. So if you can get one, just get one because yeah. it's like this. They're never going to be readily available, at least not in the next couple of years. I honestly believe that at this point. Um, and you know, at this point, if they're going to phase out the PS4 to play to to get things on PS5, then that's good too. I just think like for reasons like Chris got a PS4 for Red Dead Two, I got a PS4 for Spider Man, I got a PS5 for FF7's uh, DLC. That's the reason why you always upgrade the console. Right. So 
you're going to have to eventually. So if you could do it now, just do it now because we're living in a time where you can't even do that easily. Like you said that, um, you don't know if you'll buy the PSVR two on day one. Who right. knows if you even can. Right. Who knows if that's even available right. to you. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting uh, next couple of years when mm-hmm. it comes to things like this. But if you can get it, just get it because it's just going to be harder. Them talking about phasing out uh, PS4, though, makes me think like maybe they're more, um, what's the word, confident that they could get more PS5s out now. Mm-hmm. Because I have seen one or two in stores. What? I have seen... Dude, there was one day I was at GameStop. I think I told this story on here, but these two guys came in at the same time, and they both saw it, and they both fought. <laughs> right. I I, like, you oh, told me this. Man. Yeah, you started fighting. I saw it first. I saw it first, man. Come on. Two high but, school uh, kids fighting over the girl. No, oh, man. They were, all, they were like older than me, man. They were like in their 30s or 40s. Like mm. It's like... You guys. And one guy had a girlfriend who, like, was helping him out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, they're like two high school kids oh, fighting like over it. the same girl. Oh, oh, I saw her first, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely. asked her to prom already. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so who ended up who ended up winning? The guy with the girlfriend? The guy with the girlfriend because apparently the, the store clerk or whatever thinks he saw that the guy with the girlfriend uh, looked at it first or went for it first or something. I don't know. Wow. I honestly wouldn't have given it to any of them for their behavior. Uh, no, that's, uh, just, that's just me. On, on Beyond, they were talking about how uh, it might have been on. I, I think it was on Beyond. There, one of them was talking about how he went into like a Walmart or something and saw like a whole like skid of PlayStation Five. Oh yeah, I heard this. Yeah, but somebody <laughs> came over. Somebody was standing there. Was like, no, no, no. These are all like these are all for. sold already. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. That's nuts. I went to the uh, to the um, to the drugstore. Uh, Shoppers Drug Mart, but for anybody, the drugstore, <laughs> right? And uh, and and here you can buy anything at the drugstore, kind of like in the states, actually. And I saw an Xbox Series S in the wild, just like, oh, like standing there. And yeah. it's so funny because I had like, <laughs> I had like four hundred and fifty dollars in like uh, uh, Shoppers Drug Mart points. Yeah, right. So I'm like, dude, I could just plop it down, you pay another two hundred dollars, and just get it. Right, but I'm like, yeah, I have no use for it. I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong, because that's a whole other. I'm not exposed at all to the Xbox, and I get the Game Pass. I would just, go yeah. crazy because there's so much that I have not touched really? ever yeah. on the Xbox. So to me, it'd be like a fresh experience. But uh, I'm like, I don't want. I I'd feel like a glutton. It's like I don't need it. It's like you could eat that extra slice of pizza, like, but you know, you're just gonna ass. feel like crap tomorrow <laughs> don't morning. Be a jerk. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't I mean, do it. for yeah. me. I'm going to get a Series X probably at the end of the generation. Oh, sh- right. Hey, that's smart. I think because it's like I don't like any Xbox first party games. Mm, interesting. OK. And, you know, I think I have most of the Xbox games I would want. Right. I'd, I would just get one out of convenience because it could play like every generation. So I could just have that thing there and like put away everything else or whatever. Yeah. Because um, right now I got the original, the 360 and the one. Yeah. set up right next to each other. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I could easily uh, eliminate space but by just having the X. But I'm not going to pay these exorbitant amount of pri- th- these prices. I'm mm-hmm. just going to, at the end of the generation, when it's like maybe 300, 250 or something, right. I'll pick one up. And yeah. then, you know, it'll it'll be there. Um, But anyway, yeah. Yes. moral of the story, if you can get a PS5, just get it now. And I also want to uh, give a little update on something. Mafia 4. What is in development and nice? Apparently, rumor is it's based in like the 19th century, where you play as a young Don Sal- Salieri, the Don of the first game. And uh, this is very interesting to me, and I'm I'm very up on it. Um, and it turns out that the creator, or not the creator, the the um, Hangar 13's uh, president or whatever, 
It took so long to get Mafia 4 approved that he's already working on getting Mafia 5 approved. Wow. While they're making Mafia 4. Dude, so. long before you ever played, not long, but it did take you about a year, year and a half from the time I told you to play Mafia 3. No, maybe a little bit less. Maybe it took you about a year to play it from when I was telling about you. About a like, year, probably. Yeah. 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 I, I gave you my honest review in that game and I said to you, this is not a GTA killer. But since you are a GTA guy, I honestly think you will find something in that you will enjoy this game. It does a lot of things right, right? The world, it's beautiful, it's interesting, but unfortunately, there's not much that happens in the world, unfortunately, right? It's not like Grand Theft Auto where like you walk down the sidewalk and you can engage with the other characters, <laughs> you know, you, you can slap somebody, they'll fight you back, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's missing a couple things. The creativity, the, the levels are just not as create. The missions are just not as creative as the missions in Grand Theft Auto. So there's a lot missing. But it's got the timing right. It feels like you're it in the 60s. It feels like it. It's so good. You know, it feels like that. when you got CCR playing, like it just feels <laughs> like the right time. The cars are beautiful. I would say yeah. the, I like the cars in uh, looking. I like the, the, the better looking cars, in my opinion, are in Mafia 3. I think they just... There's just a certain sure, yeah, way that the sun that. gleams off of some of those paints. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, whether it's like a canary yellow or a fire engine red, like it's beautiful. Really, really like it. Unfortunately, the world just needs to be spiced up. The game just needs to be tightened, shortened a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, the story is Hollywood. It's a amazing oh, I story yeah. i love great. the whole story i love that cia guy that you work with the crazy fucking guy who's just <laughs> yeah. he, he he operates on like the gray side of the law you know but he's a good <laughs> guy but he's like we gotta kill him that's what we gotta do you know right so good that iconic clip at the end of that movie where he's finished talking to all those uh different guys because he's giving his statement uh, and then he gets up and I don't want to spoil it for anybody but it was just so good. fuck it he ends up like shooting <laughs> these fucking guys in the head. so good well I mean that's the ending you got right? that's the ending I got there's multiple because yeah. I gave I was such a mark for Vito because um, Vito you play as Vito in Mafia 2 and right. I really I think Mafia 2 that's the two, one I'm missing I gotta get 2 now right so Mafia 2 is still an amazing game but I think it's the weakest entry to me but I feel like that's just my opinion. I feel like you could easily put it ahead of Mafia 1. Like, it's just, I don't know. It kind of felt like that for me. But I really liked Vito as a character. And when I saw him in Mafia 3, I'm like, I'm going to be so good to this guy. <laughs> so I gave him, like, the city at the end and all that. So he was, like, the mob at the, uh, mob boss at the end of it. Yeah. So it was cool to see that, um, you know, there was multiple endings. And I eventually went on YouTube and I saw all the other endings. And How stuff, many endings are there? I thought there was only two. No, because there's an ending for each boss. So there's three bosses. And then there's the fourth ending, which, you know, you kill everyone. So <laughs> every boss had an ending. Wow. No, yeah. I didn't kill any of the bosses. Um, I mean, the CIA guy, when he went, it's just in the in the clip where he's giving like his testimony or whatever. Oh, I see what you and mean. he yeah, gets yeah. up and he shoots that corrupt guy in the head. Oh, OK. Yes, and I he goes, you. and now I'm going to walk out and no one's going to do anything. He's like, ah, right, right, right. and he fucks up. <laughs> but it's so right. good. The ending that I got originally, because uh, you get to drive away and uh, spoiler alert. And so yeah, you get to right. that part of the road and it's like you can go this way and your yeah. life goes that way or you can, you know, you can come back and, and do the thing. Oh, right. Man. And uh, I did both just to, to see uh, what those endings are. But it's um, that's a fun game. Very, so very. Uh, it's fun. If, if not, it's it's not perfect, but I would say Mafia 3 is uh, still pretty good. It definitely captures that that time, though. Like, that's why I play it. Like, definitely. Definitely for the story and just the aesthetic. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's yeah. great. 
Um, I, I still consider like Sleeping Dogs more of a GTA killer, if anything. Uh, to me, that game is very, very on par. Not on par with GTA. Like, obviously, GTA is just next level, but it's Sleeping the, Dogs... It's really, the same spirit of game. It, yeah, like, it's it really the same spirit. Close. But I would argue Sleeping Dogs had a great story. Probably better stories than GTA could tell. Maybe. So... Interesting. There, there's, yeah. the, there's that. You know, because you're, you're a guy that's undercover, but you're kind of liking this Yakuza shit. <laughs> so it's Bro. like... And am, am I am I am I remembering correctly? They kill your best friend in the game, right? Yeah, or one of your and boys. That is a fucked up scene. I remember, like, look, I was I got to that part. I'm like, oh no, and I actually right. wanted to cry. They kill your <laughs> best. They kill your best friend, and your best friend's mom is like the cook lady, right? With the with the cleaver, or is that a different character? Oh, so no. I wouldn't say best friend, but definitely a friend that you're getting close to. But he was the boss of your your gang, and he gets killed at the wedding, right? So right. then his mom was like a soup kitchen lady, like she owned the restaurant. And yeah. And you get the guy that killed him. Right. She, she chops him, him up to and me. makes a soup. It's like, yeah. holy fuck. She that game is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Remember? And then um, and then when, when um, yeah, when the, when, the, when the old man, when he finally dies at the funeral... There's a shootout. Right. Do you remember? There's a giant shootout. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. assholes come in to finish the job. That's a badass game. Emma Stone's in it. Right? Oh, yeah. You can you can do the dating thing on the side. Yeah. Um, you have the other story with the guy that uh, that trains you, shows you all the different moves, and you have oh, to. Oh, that's so fun! You I, have to I, bring him like the different gimmicks. The, the jade statues that uh, <laughs> got stolen. You bring him a <laughs> yeah, jade yeah. statue. He teaches you a new move. But man, but once you learn a new move, like every move was useful, and you yes. would use it. Like it wasn't a waste, man. Like I really loved it. That game really makes you feel like you're Jackie Chan or Jet Li or just one yeah. of these like fucking international Dude, Asian uh, uh, just martial art badass movie doesn't, stars. Uh, doesn't the story of that game kind of remind you of Rush Hour a little bit? A little because, bit, yeah. Because without the Chris Tucker, you're an, you're <laughs> right. you're you're essentially Jackie Chan, right? And at the end of it, your superior white police boss was the bad guy the whole time. Wow, I never even looked at it that way, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, what that's the right. hell? That's right. That was, that was my first comparison. I'm like, well, that's very Rush Hour of this game, but maybe, okay. Maybe they'll revert. Yeah, who knows, right? And, yeah. but, then, but, but, but then in Rush Hour, Ricky Tan is um, is uh, is the... Uh, not Ricky Tan. What the hell is his name? The guy Jun whose daughter Jun gets Tao. kidnapped? <laughs> oh, um... Oh man. Anyway, but he's the baby. About, he's yeah. the baby face in the first movie, and yeah. then he turns heel in the second movie. He joins uh with the other guys. Are you sure? I don't remember that. Yeah, do you remember when they opened up the casino in the second movie? Yeah. And they call Jackie Chan because all this shit's going down. Right. But it turns out that the white guy is with this guy who used to be Jackie Chan's uh father's oh, no. partner. You're, you're, yeah, you're thinking of Ricky Tan. Who was uh, Jackie Chan's father's partner, right? Right. And he and he shot Jackie Chan. He killed Jackie Chan's father. Right. The white guy that shows up at the casino, isn't he just a bald rich guy that owns the, the boat? Yeah, yeah. But, that, but the Asian guy, that's not the same guy from Rush Hour 1 where you rescue no, his daughter? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of... No, it's a completely different fuck? guy. I gotta but, but that guy comes eyes. back. I think what you're thinking maybe is he comes back for Rush Hour 3. Okay. Rush Hour 3, I only saw one time. I hated that movie. There you go. So maybe you're mixing maybe. some scene I'm mixing something. something in my brain. Whatever. Rush yeah. Hour is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Hour. no, uh, Sleeping Dogs is... Bro, if they announce Sleeping Dogs on June 2nd... Oh, man. You're going to text me right away. You I'll might do a backflip <laughs> and, and, and hurt myself. 
<laughs> okay, okay, check this out. If if they announce uh, sleeping dogs, you gotta do a backflip. We'll put it on Instagram. I'll try a backflip. I'll hurt myself <laughs> real bad, but I'll do it for the gram. Yeah, right. Uh, Dude, but let me tell you, Square Enix selling off its Western developers, like like we touched on last episode, Sleeping Dogs is a part of that. Mm. So somebody could pick up the IP? Someone could pick up the IP and potentially I give think, us a new Sleeping Dog. I think there's more juice there, especially there especially after the success of uh, Sifu, right? I mean, Sifu, there's an appetite yeah. for that kind of game. I don't want right. to, you know, I haven't played it still. I don't think, I, I, you know, notoriously hard game from everything I've read. We don't mm-hmm. need the game to be that hard. No. But Sleeping Dogs did have a couple levels. I'm like, God damn it. You know, especially some of yeah. the driving levels where it's really, really, you're tight on time and, and stuff like that. But right. really, really good game. I love the aspects of like eating the street food and things like that. Like, <laughs> you know, very, uh, that's a fun game. I might go back and play that one again. Sleeping Me dogs. too. I think, uh, I think I'm due for a playthrough. There you go. Man, you said Sifu and I had something to add in this episode of the cafe with Sifu, but I don't remember now what the exact date is. Mm. Wait, it's already out? Okay, anyway. Sifu's already out, yeah. No, no, but Sifu got a physical edition. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. Right, because it came out digitally only It came out digitally only, and I didn't pick it up. So now there's a physical out there. Full pop. uh, Maybe it is full pop, but it does include all the DLCs, I think. Okay. Um, Like a steelbook and stuff, all that good shit. So anyway, just just an announcement. Sifu is now physical, and I'm getting it physically. That's awesome. That's it. All right, and last bit of news here. PS5 Pro? Question mark. Jesus so Christ. This is crazy. I, I actually uh, I had heard rumblings about this a couple days ago, but uh, it does make sense that eventually there will be sort of a, a PlayStation 5 Pro. It just makes sense, especially if there's going to be upgrades to the, hard, the hardware and like everything else. You know what I'm saying? Um, the one thing I would definitely like to see from a Pro and this is obviously going to be uh, for sure, it's just an expanded drive. More space. Yeah. More space. Although More space. it is pretty easy uh, right now, apparently, to just plug and play. You can just put in a, a hard drive in there right now, and that's pretty easy. But like, it's just pretty crazy that we're already even talking about a PlayStation 5 Pro, and there's still issues getting the PS5, just a regular one, <laughs> to uh, to people's hands. Um is it too early for a pro? Should we, should should there be a two year wait, or is this just a sign of the times? The technology is moving on so quickly that you will need a pro soon enough to to really maximize what this uh, what these machines can do. I think it's too early. I don't. These machines are so powerful, and we still haven't even seen what they're capable of because you know they're being held back by making both PS5 and PS4 versions. Right. So. I don't. Th- I think it's too early. I mean, it's not early for it to be talked about. I guess it's not early for it to be like for Sony to come out and be like, yeah, you know, in the future we will have some kind of revision. Like I think that's a given, but I don't see a PS5 Pro coming out for another three, four years because, I mean, you can't even get a regular PS5 into most households at this point. Yeah, and like I said, like I still don't think we've seen a true PS5 game. Like all these games, like they they come out, they're beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But I think that we're still yet to see what a real PlayStation 5 game is capable of looking like and performing like just because, you know, they're still focused on the PS4 right now. And that's just because of what we're going through with the chip shortage and the COVID and all that stuff. But, you know, I I think I wouldn't expect the PS5 Pro in the next couple of years. No way. 
So this is from the uh, Games Radar website. It says PS5 Pro and new Xbox Series X consoles expected in 2023. 2023, that's next year. According to Chinese tech giant. So the story says new PS5 Pro and Xbox Series X consoles are expected to arrive from from 2023, according to a consumer electronics company. The news was first relayed earlier today in the tweet below, which reads from Tom from at underscore Tom Henderson. In a news conference, TCL Technology have said that a new Xbox Series SX and PS5 are coming in 2023. 2024. So the Chinese company known around the world for its electronics manufacturer. So you've heard of like TCL TVs and things like that, right? Right. We should expect revisions of both the PS5 and the Xbox Series X to arrive at some point next year in 2023 with native 8K support and 120 hertz capabilities. That's wild. So motherfuckers trying to play this like a faster (laughs) resolution, a better resolution and faster frame rate, they're going to get that. As well as 2160p resolution and enhanced GPU. This actually isn't the first time we've heard the rumbling suggesting that a PS5 Pro could launch next year. In September, one report claimed we should expect the console to launch in 2023 and also claimed that the revision for the Xbox Series X was at works Microsoft as well. A few months later, in March of this year, another full report claimed that the PS5 Pro would launch next year, but with potentially double the performance. That's wild. Damn. This time, though, there was no mention was made of a revision for the Xbox Series X console, but this doesn't mean it isn't happening. So there appears it appears to just be smoke at this point, but it's very interesting that uh, when you put it like that, double the power. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> Double it. So I'm sure we'll follow up with that one as uh, time goes on. But uh, yeah, it's just it's a, it's an interesting time, and man, technology is moving like quickly. Man, it's just. Yeah. I'll just say this: we've been talking about a Switch Pro for five years. <laughs> Let me just say that this could easily be one of those cases. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. All right, let's end it off with what are you playing? What are you um, playing? What are you playing, Chris? Doom 3. I'm playing Doom 3 right now. I got the uh, Slayer collection that you uh, talked me into. You twi- <laughs> you twisted my rubber arm, which means not much convincing. So I got it finally. My cheap ass was able to grab that. Doom 3, you know, 2004 game. Excuse me, 2005 game, summer 2005. Man, it still holds up pretty well. I mean, uh, really, really good. Sometimes I... Uh, when I'm feeling a little brave, I'll actually put the headphones on and play it that way. But it's <laughs> there are some scary parts in that game. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not quite as... Oh, you've played it. I've, I've played some of it. You played some I of haven't it? haven't completed it, yeah. I'll say this. If you can get through that game, I think you're close to being able to be ready for Dead Space, which is... That's one of the scariest games I've ever played. Dead Space. Man, it scares I'm the shit out of me. I'm looking forward to uh, that reboot. I might check that out. Yeah, the, the, definitely. The Dead Space will be fun, especially once it's it's uh, it's remade, you know. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Do Three is really good. I'm in the final level right now. It's called Hell. So uh, you start off in uh, on Mars, good. and then you end up right. going into Hell. So I'm there. I never right- knew that's how you go to Hell. Okay, makes sense. It doesn't make sense <laughs> to me because I'm I'm you know I'm exploring these bases and like destroying these creatures, and now it turns out like I'm in Hell, you know, wow. and Hell appears to be in Mars or some kind of like parallel universe, but that's where I'm at right now. So I'm playing that one. (laughs) And then on the switch, I fired up the switch the other day. I'm like, you know what? I'm still in a doom mood. So I went up and I loaded up doom one and I've been kind of playing through that one. 
I've it. never finished it. Uh, I'm on level five right now because those games are kind of like those levels are like giant mazes. Yeah, and all you're doing looks is just the same sometimes. going around, picking up the key cards, opening doors. It's kind of like Doom 101, right? Yeah. But uh, so I've just been doing that. So I'm just been uh, I've just been uh, dooming it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've dooming been going ham, or maybe not ham, but a small pig. What would a small pig be? <laughs> Piglet. Pork. I've been pork. Boy, I've been I've been going Piglet on the uh, Nintendo Switch version <laughs> uh, of that one. But uh, yeah, Doom Three. And then once I'm done that one, uh, who knows what I'll play next? But that's what I'm up to uh, right now. Mm. Uh, I've got to tell you, I actually picked up Doom Eternal um, during when I traded in all those games. Doom Eternal was one of them. Uh, it was like twenty bucks. I was like, yeah, I'll pick that up. Nice. That's the uh, <coughs> that's the, the, the one that came out last year, right, or two years ago? Yeah, two years cool. ago, I think. Yeah, so I'll play that eventually. Um, I'm playing Stranger of Paradise, right. Final Fantasy Origin. Um, you know when Final Fantasy went souls like. I am ten hours in, or mm. eleven hours in to this damn game. I like it, but I don't love it, and I think it's just really fun killing things. Like you really feel like powerful and badass when you when you just you know murk a bunch of fucking pieces <laughs> of shit, dudes. And then, like, you get to the boss, because that's how these, this game is. It's just, you go, you're on the map, you pick a level, you go through that level, it's just a linear path, there might be some branches that you could explore, then you get to the end, there's usually a save point, and then you walk a little bit, there's your boss of the level. Right. I've encountered some fucking motherfuckers, let me tell you, that have taken attempts after attempts after attempts to get there, but it feels very good once you figure out how to do it. And... I will give the game that. Like, it really makes me feel good when I beat the damn bosses. Um, and it's fun exploring, because there's like 30 different job classes that you can level up and explore, and, and you need to like max out a job class to unlock another. Like, it's really cool. I've stuck to Dragoon. I really like being a Dragoon. Um, so like, Dragoons like have the, like, the long spears, and right. they love that. And uh, it's cool. but. Again, it's like the story is so stupid. Mm. <laughs> like, it, I don't care for it at all. It's just it's being told very like drip feedy. Like the cutscene, I never thought I'd say this. The cutscenes aren't long enough, <laughs> and the cutscenes like don't explain enough. You know, right? And there's always like a new character that has to talk in like mis- mysteries and riddles, and it's like fuck, man. So I don't really know how to tell you where I even am in the story. Like right now, it's like they have these crystals, and like the crystals are like sucking up powers. I don't know. Um, so the, the story sucks, especially if you're going to relate it to like a Final Fantasy game, which is, you know, those games are rich in story. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing, it's like the graphics, they don't look better than like a PS4 game. Like mm. <laughs> they look yeah. what a, like, it's okay. I'm not going to complain about graphics, but like realistically I'm playing on a PS5 and I'm looking at this and it's like, okay, it looks fine, but like yeah. this could be way better. You know, it's kind of like um, if your buddy came over, who's never seen a PlayStation five, anything and you're, and he's going to, this is. You'd be like, oh, you playing PS4? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, so there's that. I mean, it, but again, I'm I'm t- 11 hours in, I think, and I'm going to try to finish it because I heard it's like 18 hours long if you just focus on the main campaign. So I'm like seven hours, uh, you know, give or take away. So I think at this point I'll just stick it out and finish it because uh, the game hasn't really like crushed my spirit enough for me to be like man <laughs> fuck this right like it's hard man let me tell you it's hard like when you save the game all the enemies come back oh like it's ridiculous like mm. it really makes you feel the pain yeah. so 
you really need to master its mechanics and you need to be good at it to, to get anywhere. And fortunately enough, I've gotten pretty far, I think. More more than I thought so in a Souls-like game. So I'm very happy about that. Wow, very cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do I recommend it? I think if you're a Souls player, like if you like those games, yeah, I guess. This is my first one, so I don't know if it's bad or good, but I like it. So Wow. <laughs> it is what it is. And um, I found out today that Mario Strikers Battle League got a demo released today out of nowhere, out of the blue. I was going to say, I've never heard about this. About, this was about today. there being a demo, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So this was, I got home, like literally two hours before we got <laughs> on here. I, I figured this out. So I downloaded it. And you can't play a match. What it is, is a tutorial. And you get okay. to play, it, it, it explains how the game's going to be played. You get to run around and shoot the ball as much as you want. But you're not playing an actual game. It's just there's a tutorial and you're going to go through it. So yeah. I played a bit of it. It feels really good. It feels like pretty much like the other two Mario Strikers games, which I'm really happy about. But this one feels a little different where, but in a good way. Like it feels more advanced. Gotcha. And <clears throat> that's all I want is for this game to feel really good. This is my game of the year, like in terms of expectation. Maybe Final Fantasy 16 is, is the other one. But this one is like the one that I'm like, sure, I'm I'm really banking on. Yeah. So from what I played, the way he it controls and just the way it's presented and everything, it's amazing. I'm so going to have to check this out. Check this out. Get it? It's called Mario Strikers Battle League First Strike or First Kick, something like that. Right. And uh, you, I think if you play that and you go through that tutorial, you'll figure out whether it's a game for you or not. For me, I'm sold. You know me. <laughs> Do you think I'll like it? I think you'll like it because yeah. you like FIFA. Mm-hmm. And I think you like Mario Kart, which there's yeah. a bit of that. So it's just violent soccer. Like that's, <laughs> Nothing funny. wrong with it's, a little violent soccer. It's really cool. That's cool. <laughs> and um, just on top of that, when yeah. they released the demo, they they confirmed that there's going to be free DLC after the game's released. Oh, I like that. That's cool. There's going to be more characters, I guess more stages and stuff like that, hopefully more modes, um, which is good because people have complained that uh, Daisy isn't in it and everyone's really mad about that. So right. <laughs> I guess Daisy will be in it eventually. Dude, yeah. dude, imagine FIFA made a deal with Nintendo and we got like Nintendo cartoon versions of like Messi, Ronaldo, <laughs> Neymar, Mbappe. Jesus. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I would mark out and be like, oh, shit. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> and it's violent. They could punch each other. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Neymar can dive. Hey, yeah. who said hey. that? Boo. The one guy in Brazil is like, what the fuck this motherfucker Come just on, said? bro. He doesn't dive. No, he just falls easy. He just... I like just Neymar. Likes, as a he human likes the being, floor. As a human being, I actually like Neymar a lot. I think he's a good dude. But same thing. He'll 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 use any tactic to win. And, you know, I guess that's the name of the game. LeBron James said it once, like many years back, like five, six years ago. Somebody mentioned like he, he, he flops <laughs> around or he dives too easily or whatever. And he made some point like... He, his job, he gets paid to win games. Yes. Right? He's just following the rules. He's going by the rules. He's not cheating per se. But if you're going to put yourself in a, if you're going to put yourself in a dumb position where you're purposely fouling LeBron James or putting yourself in a position where he could be fouled, you're going to foul Neymar or whatever. You're going to put yourself too close to Neymar. Neymar's going to fall, and he's going to get the call. You know what I mean? Right. So you can look at it different ways. But anyway, yeah, it'd be fun to be fun to check that out. Now, can we play the demo online together or no? No, because you can't play a match. But oh, let okay. me tell you something. There is like a – you can see what the main menu looks like. 
and there's an, an option that says online, mm. right? And I clicked it, and it said that June 3rd, there would be, like, I guess some kind of open beta or something for it. Like, you could you could play online with other people. So that's something to look look forward yeah. to if you're that's cool. into that. But I'm sure, like, if you get the game and I get the game, I'm down to join a league. Because apparently you could join a league that's with, like, cool. 20 other teams, and, and it's all real people, Sick. and it's ridiculous. So it's, I'm trying to get my wife to get it, too. Do it. Is <laughs> it uh, on the field? Is it two-on-two, three-on-three? It's five. Five on five. Oh, this sounds good. With a goalie. Damn. So four players and, and a goalie. And, ugh, dude. I hate these just... games because it's it's all I do. I yeah. like playing these games, but it feels yeah. like... It feels like I'm 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 not playing like some triple A like story game because, I could be because I'm just else. online playing Volta or FIFA or, whatever, or Call of Duty like over and over and over the yeah. same levels, right? But dude, but that's the Volta's, fun uh... that's the fun of multiplayer games online specifically. And that's also kind of why I sway away from them generally because they're a time suck, you know what I mean? Yes. But for something like that, that sounds cool. I might check that out. I just think it's really fun. Like, I, I remember when I, with the originals, like, I was hooked. Like, even as a kid, I would just play matches. And if you had people to play with, it's even better because they can get kind of like a one on one Street Fighter game where you have like 1% of health left. Like, it can get really intense, man. Like, let me tell you. Wow. <laughs> it's so messed up. I'm gonna, um, I just sent you a link to some gameplay that, cool. the, that they put out. Check yeah. that out after. I will, man, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it for me. Strangers of Paradise and uh, Mario Strikers, which hopefully I'll pick up day of and uh, get to. Awesome. And that's it. Awesome. And that has been episode uh, number 40 for the podcast. First My Cafe. goodness. My God. Thank you for sticking around and downloading this podcast. You can send us an email at podcastfresh2020 at gmail.com. Do that for the mailbag segment. Ask us anything. Just don't tell us stories. Chris doesn't like that. <laughs> uh, on Instagram. Someone's uh, going to send in a story. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, on Instagram, uh, at Podcast Fresh, Memory follow card. us. And on Twitter, at Podcast Fresh TO. Uh, Chris is probably going to be tweeting during uh, the AEW shows. So yeah, I, I believe I'll be watching that live but i, I, I gotta so double too. check i might have something else going on sunday but we'll see yeah i actually do have a communion oh wow there you go sunday so i don't know if i'll be on that, right but, yeah. okay we'll see whatever and uh yeah on instagram you could follow chris at torres unlimited and myself at official underscore acapello and uh chris with a few announcements for next week yeah next week we got uh the next episode of the fresh prince of bel air uh, I gotta Ooh. double. I gotta double check. Is that episode like forty five, forty six? Like all our numbers are like coming together now. I think That's the Fresh true. Prince were like 46, 47, 45, 46, something crazy like that. I know we did forty four because I remember that one. Okay, uh, but we might be forty five, forty six. Um, so we'll check out the next two episodes of season four, which um, has been mixed bag, but overall pretty good. I would say. I'd say more positive. You've yeah. seen the two episodes that uh, we're going to review. Overall, would you say they were fun ones? I'd say they were fine. Uh, the, the one I reviewed was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I'm going to watch yours a second time because I was kind of like doing something else on the side. Um, but I liked it. I liked it too. Awesome. Um, but mine. I really liked mine. Like, I, I remember, like, going into it again, like I said in the beginning of the show, I was dreading it because I was like, oh, God, Will Smith. But then <laughs> by the end of it, I had a good time is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, so it did something right. It's tough. But, uh, yeah, once you become, like, subjective and just stick to the topic and you just forget about it, right? Um, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, for those first few weeks after the slap, it was just a little bit harder to do. So, so go we, ahead. Uh, 
we're on episode. We're gonna be doing uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air show forty six next week. <laughs> forty six. Forty six <laughs> sons of bitches. Yeah, so we'll be back with that one. So tune in for that. And uh, I'm gonna record the last wrestling podcast number fifteen now that I have the internet back, um, which is great because honestly, if I had released this last week, it, it, the Sasha Banks uh, and Naomi story has changed so much from what yeah. we knew on raw last week versus where we are now almost uh 12 13 days later so i'm right. gonna break it down i'm gonna go from beginning i'm gonna give you a timeline i'm gonna tell you what we know and then i'm gonna get into some of the rumors right um uh, about Beautiful. that stephanie mcmahon stepping away from wwe this was a big one um so she stepped away from the company from her role um to to focus on other things so we'll cover that as well and then of course the AEW double or nothing is this Sunday um big loaded card but for me there's two matches that I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the finish Hangman Page versus CM Punk for the world That's title what yeah. do you do there? No right or wrong. We've always said Punk is needs to get the belt at some point cuz he's CM Punk. He's your biggest fucking star. Yeah. But Hangman Page is your AEW pillar. He's your sort of bread and butter. He's your next go-to guy. Is it time to take the belt off Hangman? Or do you have Hangman at least win this one? So no matter what happens, you can always say, yeah, I might have lost the belt in August, but I beat Punk. And then you can have Punk maybe win it later, whatever you want to do, right? Here's a real quick. Here's a prediction from me. Let's do it. I don't know who's winning this. But CM Punk's turning heel. Wow. Because if you really think about how this has been playing out, CM Punk has been very nonchalant about how personal Adam Page has gotten with it. Like, right. he questions, like, why are you so, like, affected by me challenging you? Yeah. But he's like, but him himself, it's like, it's just business, you know? But Adam Page is, like, so adamant that, like, fuck you. Like, that's his whole attitude with Punk. And... I've been I've been reading into it where Punk like this past uh, I think it was uh, Dynamite, Punk's wearing all black, Hangman's wearing white. Like, right. They're getting booed when they come or cheered when they come in, but they get booed when they start talking. Like, yeah. I think that we're in for a CM Punk heel turn because the way he's acting, the way he's talking, I wouldn't be surprised if he was just like he just did some bullshit tactic. Like if he cheats to win, he gets the belt, and he's like, "I told you, it was just business." That's it. Amazing. Bro, this is a, it's a funny coincidence, but when CM Punk said it's just business, I had the same thought. Not that he's, not that he's going full fledged heel, but I felt like, what a heelish thing to say. (laughs) What an (laughs) asshole. This guy scrapes your car on the, on the, on the way out of the parking lot and says, sorry, buddy, it's just business. Like, don't fucking tell me just business, you prick. <laughs> so uh, you might be right about that. I am going to go with a hangman page win. I think hangman keeps the strap. You solidify the hangman. You solidify the hangman as a whap me baby face because mm-hmm. it's true. He does get the really, really large pops, but then there are some weeks, depending on the on the town, where it's not quite as loud as it sometimes is. Also, yeah. when you put yourself against Punk, who's a who's whether white me, baby face, or heel, he's he's beloved, right? He's reached that sort of legendary status. Yeah. Um, 
I think, yeah, I think if we if we merge both of our ideas, you have Punk go heel somewhere in the match. Maybe he grabs a chair or something like that. But Hangman's able to do that kick out when it all looks certain. <laughs> he hits him with the chair, go to sleep, all oh, this piece of shit, right? One, two, kick out. Dude, all of a sudden, as soon as Hangman kicks out of that, 100% he's a white meat baby face. That whole building will come alive. Oh, now yeah. we want to see Punk go down. Punk goes in, you know, and then you have uh, Hangman Page go over I think it's going to be a great, great card. So we're going to cover that on uh, Podcast Fresh. Podcast Fresh, what are you talking about? The last wrestling podcast, number 15. Uh, so we'll cover you that one. You already did 15 of those things? Yeah, Shit. 15. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. We're coming at you fast. So <laughs> that'll be on there. I'm looking forward to doing that episode because there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of good stuff. So check that one out. And uh, I'm done yapping with Pac-Man. Send the people home happy. He's done yapping, which means you guys can smile now. No, I'm <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, lots to look forward to next week, so stay tuned. Uh, and again, thank you for downloading Podcast Fresh Cafe number 40. In 10 episodes, we will be having uh, the 50th show, and that is going to be tremendous. I love I it. All right. All right, everybody. Have a good night and stay fresh. Podcast Fresh.